Okay, and welcome back to the Hank Strange Boom, situation. Walter, you lifestyle. The, the, and, the and is the cue, Walter. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, <laughs> ring the bell so you can be notified. And I pressed the wrong button once again. Okay, so I hope you guys have your uh, big girl. The overlords are watching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 1984 style panties on. Hey, are you saying I, I can't do any more PSA jazz hands anymore? No, you can't, but we do do jazz hands. So Craig from Tops Knives is joining us for the first time here. Craig, we do this thing called jazz hands. Just to kind of like, hands. there you go, it. just to get it warmed up. There we go. We are live. Come come better or worse. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, this is episode 482 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live uh, from I'm I'm coming live from Gainesville. Walter is in Safety Harbor. Craig, where are you? Idaho Falls. Uh, uh, Idaho Falls. Idaho Falls. Oh, very cool. And then we've got Todd. Todd, where are you? Elfsters Rifles and Reloading. Where are you, sir? Northwoods of Wisconsin, man. Wisconsin. Stuck in oh, Wisconsin. Feet of snow. Yo, Wisconsin. <laughs> a feet. Oh, that's a foot. That's nothing. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's Wisconsin. a little. Wisconsin. That's a Dancing. little dusty. <laughs> so, yes, we're live. Our, our guest tonight is Craig Powell of Tops Knives. Tops Knives. That's why everyone's showing their knives. There's my, there's yep. my mill spy right there from Tops Knives that I've shown you guys before here on the I'm channel. I'm afraid I don't have a knife to show off for you guys. Oh. Oh, you better man. have a knife. You better uh, have a knife. Don't man. mess with anything else, Elfsters. How about some scissors? I got some scissors. <laughs> oh, that's good. We'll take that. We'll take that. Walter's got knives, though. Craig's got knives. We're live. You guys are here. Of course, we're going to talk about YouTube's new rules uh, in regards to uh, firearms and live streaming, which, uh, you know, coincidentally, we're doing right now. Yeah. We are a little so, bit live. <laughs> so, Walter, just want to make sure we are firearm free. No firearms on the desk, right? Oh, hell. I'm surrounded by <laughs> firearms. So, yeah. So probably, first of all, let's do this. Let's just make sure we introduce yeah. everyone here. So, uh, Walter, okay, there we go. We've got Walter. He's moving his thing around here. I'll put it to you, Walter, here. Okay. okay. What do you want to say? We've got Walter Keller, Safety Harbor Firearms. He's here. By the way, the show's brought to you by Walther. Thanks to Walther for supporting the podcast here. Uh, what is this knife you're showing us, Walter? This is an M16 bayonet. Bayonet. Uh, okay, hey, hey YouTube Minder, is this good too, or is this? Uh, are, are we pushing <laughs> yeah, the envelope? We're going to be like the English pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like we're being watched right now. For yeah. some somebody's watching me. Yeah. <laughs> we are definitely, we are definitely being watched. I can guarantee you guys that we are being watched, and we'll we'll get into it. Okay, so we've got Walter here. We've also got Elfster's rifles and reloading here. He has, that's a bottle of water in his hands. Very yes. dangerous, man, because that's a plastic bottle. Shame on you. Hey, well, let, let, more, me go get, let me go get some straws, okay? Yeah. What's more scary, a firearm or these? Uh, underwears. Oh, underwears oh man. I, 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 I wore mine. Yeah. <laughs> Walter, He's you've probably got, wearing his right now. Yeah. Walter, if you have, <laughs> Walter, if you have yours on, <laughs> you're going to have to model that. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Oh, you sure oh, there's no oh, official it. rules against these at all? Or? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, underwear can be very dangerous. <laughs> well, they do. They do have a pouch for the man stuff. So, <laughs> are, are the are the minders men or the minders uh, in between? They do. Or I'm not. I'm not even going there, Walter. Them. Don't start trouble right now. And then, of course, <laughs> our special guest, 
There he goes, Craig. What's going on, man? I know you're just getting dropped into the middle of the craziness here. Yeah, yeah, I'm just soaking it all in. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. This is uh, this is kind of how it goes over here, man. It's kind of how it goes. No, you know what happens? That's, oh, that's all good. You know what happens when you tell the kids they can't do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're gonna go, they're gonna go do it anyways, right? Yeah. 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 We're gonna try to behave find, ourselves. Find the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try to behave ourselves as much as possible here. As much as possible. It's a serious conversation. Yeah, serious. we will We will uh, totally behave ourselves. Let me, Seriously, let me see. I'm going, to pull, I'm going to pull this down. Let me see. Okay, there we go. A little bit better. All right. So, um, yeah. So, we've, we've, we've got Tops Knives here. We are going to talk about knives. I'm going to get into the YouTube thing. I feel like my camera is not low enough. So, Lola, if you can... If you can come in here and help me, oh, let me see. Actually, I could just I could adjust the camera here myself. Hold on, let's see. There we go. I got it. I got it. Okay, good. All right. So, oh, hold on. It's a little off balance. I think you look beautiful, Hanks. It's perfect. Really? It's, okay. Yeah. All right. Just give us a wink. Sure. Yeah. There you go. I gotta make sure I'm there the most. Yeah. There you go. Is that? Is that? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the overlords or maybe we should give like a name to whoever it is. The minders. What, the, the minders or, you know, whoever it is watching us. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll start with this. First of all, let me just remind everyone out there to smash the thumbs ups, okay? Uh, we need and appreciate those as well as ring the bell so you can know whenever we go live here, as long as, as, long as we are able to go live. So far as I know, we're still on the air. So far, we haven't done anything um, wrong oh, Give here. me some time. Give me some time. Yes. Um, so I see lots of people talking about no more Gorn and actually let me get this comment from, from, uh, Richard Hughes here. He gave us a couple of bucks. He says, Hank, no Gorn, only Norn. I don't know what that, what does Norn mean? Oh, knife. Oh, I get it now. Knife only porn. Norn. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I was like, what is Norn? Okay. A little slow. A little slow. I don't know. I just, I made that up all of a sudden. All right. All right, Richie Hughes. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, so, Craig, do you guys have a, do you have like uh, some kind of slang for when you're showing lots of knives somewhere? Do you, what do you guys call it? Uh, man, you know, we don't have any slang. That's, you that's not a knife. I guess. So, so I guess you got Norn now. You got Norn. Norn now. I don't Norn. Yeah. I don't know if you like that we'll, one. We'll, we'll adopt that. We'll, we'll take you that. Will, you will have some slang after this show. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you that. We'll, we'll corrupt you for sure. Yeah. I'll take some notes. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring you the YouTube dark <laughs> Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Are, are, are Nux okay? And Knives? Uh, I'm assuming, mm. but if you're if you're trying to if you're trying to get us in trouble, Walter, I mean, oh, that's not yeah, a gun. Think, so. Yeah, yeah. So okay, let's go, go over let's go over the rules. Let's talk about this first uh, before before we uh, you know before we get into all of this. So that if there's folks out there that don't know what's going on, um, I did make a video about this. You'll find it on Hank Strange uh, YouTube slash Hank Strange. Um, let me see. Can I? Uh, I can. Probably I'll pull this up. So YouTube has new policies uh, in regards to firearms when anyone goes live on the YouTube platform. Um, they did talk to me about this a few weeks ago. If you guys remember, I told you that I had to have a conversation with YouTube and um, I had to sign all like all this NDA stuff and guarantee them I wouldn't talk about it until it was made public. 
actually, uh, Elfsters here is the one who's uh, notified me actually that it went public. I was like, I take it this is what you're talking about. And yeah. yeah. Old Hank's like, yep, that's pretty much it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. So if you um, if you have a YouTube channel, if you're a content creator, when you uh, when you go to your channel, there's this thing. Let me see if I can roll in mine here. Um, so right there at the top, it says we've updated YouTube community uh, guidelines and won't allow live stream showing someone holding, handling. Let me see what else does it say? Um, transporting. Transporting a firearm. And then you can click on something to learn more. And that takes you to a video where they talk about their policies. <clears throat> and uh, within there, they say that um, this also... Uh, applies to when you go live. It says uh, live streams that feature someone holding or handling a firearm, regardless of whether or not they are firing it. Note this does not include video games. And live streams that feature someone transporting firearms from place to place, such as by carrying them or traveling with them by car, truck, or other vehicle. Note this does not include firearms in video games. So video games are exempt. From Did you see that stuff. video they have with it right underneath there too? Um, the they video show, above? Yeah, right above there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did see that yeah. video. Um, I'm not going to necessarily get into that here. But, uh, yeah, so, they, so they've got – they have they have standing policies already for firearm stuff, which they've been um, really, like, choking out a lot of content uh, here on our platform, right? There's a whole bunch of things. They don't want to – they don't want us to show you guys how a gun is made, assembled – um, things like that, how you take it apart, how you clean it, all these kinds of things are problems for them. They say they're okay with you shooting the guns, but they apparently don't want anyone to in any way promote the sale. Pretty much as long as it's not live. You know, you well, can, no, you I'm can shoot. no, I'm talking about their general rules in general, and now yeah. they have these, now they have these, um, these, this specific rule for when you go live. So, so when they were talking to me, they told me that they were doing this rule because, you know, we've had some incidents in the past, um, not on the YouTube platform, but where people have done horrible things to other human beings and gone live. They've done it to themselves, too. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. So, it's called suicide. Yeah. So for that reason, this is why they're putting these rules in effect. So from now on, anyone on the platform that handles uh, a gun transports it all that kind of stuff i just read to you it's going to be a problem so i asked them how are you guys going to be able to tell the difference between someone holding up a picture holding a toy you know um like that you know I mean, how did you, they, did they say they're going to have like an algorithm or something that detects something in a live well, I, that's what i assume i thought it would be the algorithm they told me <laughs> that they're going to actually have people watching minders watching us that's, that's a whole live. lot of people watching yeah there's no live way. streams there's just yeah. no way um, i mean you're talking thousands of people unless I mean, you'd have you'd have a football stadium full of people just watching live streams i don't think they're gonna watch everyone that goes live that's why i think this is a really silly rule they're gonna watch us specifically like they spoke gonna, to me because they they're know gonna I'm watch a gun guy. they're gonna go watch people who go regularly on go live oh. that's what yeah they're but watch. but they're gonna if, look at the you, gun guys that go that go live it, if you pop up and do a live thing and you happen to be holding the gun, they're not going to catch you. I mean, if you're not a normal live person on on YouTube, they're not going to see that. 
mm-hmm. but they're going to see the people that do it all the time. Because I think they're, they're just have... watching Hank Strange. <laughs> yeah. They made the rule change just for Hank. Just for Hank. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, listen, I know there are actually a lot of guys that go live. Maybe I do it a lot. We do it here Monday to Friday, uh, 7 to 9. We do it for two hours. We go live. Uh, in, in the past, we have had guns and stuff like that on here. Uh, there's no reason why I would do something bad. I haven't in all these years that I've been on YouTube. I have no intention of doing that. Um, I asked them, I was like, you know, why do you think like someone like myself would do something wrong? And they said, it's not that it's that they this is their policy across the board and they're not going to give any special exemptions for anyone, even if they know you, even if you've done a whole bunch of things and haven't done anything wrong. So and specifically, you know, they, they are going to have people watching. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. There's no way they can watch everyone that's going live. Live is very popular now, not just on YouTube, but on Instagram, on Facebook, a lot of other platforms. There's no way they can watch everyone. So what they're going to do is watch the guys that they know are gun guys, which right. I don't know how that's going to stop anything bad from I mean, happening. I could see maybe if they had an algorithm that somewhat detected a firearm in a live broadcast and then alerted somebody to actually watch the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe something like that to confirm it. And then once an actual human got eyes on there and could confirm it, then I could mm-hmm. see that maybe. That's a possibility. But, I mean, yeah. for a computer, I actually think, you go... 100% that is a firearm, live broadcast, shut it down. I mean, that's some serious AI going there, if you ask me. I, I just don't see it happening personally. But, I mean, there's a, there's a little smidgen of me about this big. And it, mm-hmm. I, I kind of understand what YouTube is, where they're coming from on this. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. They don't want some psycho, you know, broadcasting, God forbid, a mass murder. I get that. Everyone gets that. But the problem is, is this person that's about to do this heinous deed, he's already broken the law of the murder and whatever gun bill, uh, gun uh, <clears throat> laws they have set behind that. And he's going to totally ignore this law that, or rule that YouTube's making in itself for live stream broadcasts. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. he's inherently already ignoring it by by being the, you know, murder itself go ahead and it's not even like youtube can can it's not even like youtube can sue him for it i mean like it, it, so they, they, they don't, it's not like they need permission to shut down that that live stream it's not like they need this rule to give them some kind of permission to protect him from a lawsuit that dude's not gonna file a lawsuit on him how, how could he mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 asinine there's yeah. there's no way that the guy going live to shoot people goes live on a regular basis there's no, no way and he's so, not gonna he's not gonna put it in his title <laughs> he's no. not gonna telegraph <laughs> it or anything like that like oh yeah. wait till you see what horrible you know thing i'm about to do here um and then on, and then you know something that you just brought up craig in terms of lawsuits so far as i know our government gave youtube and other social media platforms exemptions from being sued so that they would not um, do things like, you know, suppressing people like our, like myself, like you and, and everyone else out there. Right. Be- because they have these platforms and people are doing and putting things up there. They gave them this exemption from being sued. Yet they, you know, they're like, oh, we don't we don't want, you know, we don't want to get in trouble. They're not they're not going to get into any trouble. 
No. Well, most likely at the end of it, they're going to be yeah. dead anyways. It really doesn't matter. And they're like they're they're not following the law. They don't care about the rules. One, no, one I'm, no, I'm not talking about the person that does something wrong. I'm talking about YouTube. YouTube has special exemptions that our government gave to them. Okay, I don't know if you're aware of this, but they have these special exemptions from being sued themselves for content that people post on here. Yeah, you know. And um, to me, that's why they should really be considered a utility, because this is this is a forum for, for us to be able to practice our First Amendment rights, to be able to get up here and talk about things. Um, and, and I think for the most part, if we're doing things that are legal, they shouldn't start putting all these restrictions. I mean, imagine for a second, like we're showing knives and everything. Right. But what if they decided to go to 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 up this to knives and they say, listen, no one could go live showing a knife because bad things have happened with knives. Well, you so, could say it just like broadcasting live while you're driving a car. That's if you ask me, that's a heck of a lot more dangerous right there. Yeah. Do you do you shut down a live stream because someone's I see it all the time. Guys live streaming straight from their car while they're driving. You're distracted. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I drive in the next state over in Minnesota. You, They will give you a ticket right there and then. And I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot just, of states will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so so just imagine that if they said, oh, you know what? No <laughs> knives. So a chef can't go live. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, if they said, you know what? No hammers, because hammers have done a lot of damage. If we really look at it, hammers have done a lot of damage around the world. No more hammers. So carpenters yeah. can't build anything live anymore. I think but, we all know this is not about yeah. the children or saving anyone's life. Yeah. Or any any of that euphemistic feel good stuff. It's mm -hmm. about guns. Boop, done. Finished yeah. over. Period. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> did you think YouTube's pretty much just doing this to say you can't say we didn't try? I mean, no. It's kind of a CYA type. What are, of they, thing. what are they trying? What are they gonna? Just like you said, you could hop in your car, put a dash cam up, and find the first crowd of people you can find and run the fuck over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, yeah. what what difference does it make? It doesn't. You're going to show dead people. You're going to show blood. You're going to show gore. Yeah. It, 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 you can't stop that. Yeah. There's and, no algorithm. There's and no again, algorithm that's going to stop that. And again, <laughs> no. it's not like it's not like they they couldn't take that video down anyway. They don't need a policy to be able to do it. No. It's already they've already got that that we can delete whatever I mean, we want clause to begin with. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a problem. There's all these people. Yeah. They, they instantly copy that video before they even get a chance to delete it. And by the time they even think about deleting it, it's already gone viral. People are already spreading it. I mean, that happens yeah. all the time. It's about guns. Yeah, I think they're trying to limit. I, I think they're trying to limit our ability. They know what we're. You know, I can you guys tell me of a of a pro Second Amendment person? You know, someone in our community that did something bad when they were alive because. I've never heard no. of it. No. Yeah. So, you know, and, and now I know that there are some people that are saying, oh, this is no big deal. Who, you know, who even does that? I think that people who think it's not a big deal don't realize this. It's not just me. You know, it's not just us doing this. I think there's lots of folks over the last few years that have been going live. I was, I was um, you know, talking to someone that's going to be at SHOT Show. We, we were talking about being at SHOT Show before we went live here. Um, when we go to SHOT Show, we do live videos all the time. Yeah, and but, you're, but you don't, but you can still go live. We can still go live and I can show that gun back here, but I can't touch it, right? Right. But at SHOT Show, we do that. things like that. Huh? But so show the guns at SHOT Show, but don't touch them. 
Yeah, yeah of course, of course. Give it a year though; that's going to change. Yeah. You know darn well. well. It's this is well. it's not going to stop at this. It's going to yeah, just showing go. something is going to mm-hmm. it's going to oh, set them off. It might it might make you do things. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, Greg. That, that rule. They'll, they'll just adapt the the rules for all these loopholes. Like they're probably listening to this now to be like, okay, let's just let's just fix all this as we go. They're they're giving us all the loopholes already. You know, like I almost don't want to say anything because I'm just <laughs> feeding them the next rule. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I just, think they have. Stupid. I think they have all the rules lined up. I mean, they've already put yeah. a bunch of rules in effect for us as gun guys that don't make sense and are completely unfair. Right? There's other people in other industries that could talk about things that could promote things. We are not talking about things that are illegal or, you know, things that are not. We're talking about something that's covered specifically by in the by the Constitution, right? In the Second Amendment. So I I think that as Walter was saying here, they do want to limit us, but what they want to do is slowly roll all this stuff in and just keep adding things. This wasn't this to me is not the first thing and I don't think it'll be the last thing. And it's definitely not going to stop anything bad from happening or someone showing something bad on YouTube and then what could they do someone does that you go in there you pull it you get rid of it and uh, is that gonna make it disappear 100% in the world no but you know who knows man look all the yeah. look at all the uh, beheadings and all the ISIS stuff and everything that's been on uh, on this lovely YouTube uh, they, that stuff still shows up doesn't yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> someone asked me what they're gonna do about like police chases and stuff like that you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> police officers cannot go live any longer. <laughs> you know, uh, thankfully for well, you, Walter, Live PD doesn't go over the YouTube airwaves. <laughs> your favorite show. <laughs> hey, man, I just love watching stupid people. Sorry, I just can't. You know, it's just full of it's full of ignorant. I'm not people. knocking I'm just, it. I'm not knocking it. I get it. Yeah, I understand. It's entertainment for you. I don't think I, I do really think that this they're just going to keep adding things. That's what yeah. we're dealing with here. It's not going to. They're start. starting with live. It's going to it'll it'll trickle over from the live to to all videos eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, the more the more they push and get away with it, they're just going to keep going. Well, mm-hmm. someone someone mentioned here, and I can't find it, but you know they said that this is YouTube is no longer the public square. It's no longer the public forum. I mean, you're moderating it to the point where. It no longer is. It's it's like you're kind of directing the narrative of what you want to be shown on YouTube. And like uh-huh. Hank just said, you know, you're not breaking the law. It doesn't matter if it's a firearm or a knife or like Walter said, you're driving a vehicle and you mow over a group of people. <laughs> the intent is there. They've already broken the law. Why are they going to follow your rule? It's mm-hmm. Why do they care? Why would they yeah, care? Exactly. They're not going know, why to. would they be concerned what happens or what rules exist? Yeah. You know. So I, I don't know. I don't do you think anything any of this stems from that that last live broadcast? What was it roughly a month ago? I forgot what the guy's name was. I, they were trying to wrestle over a thirty round magazine, you know, and everyone thought that that was gonna be the next boogaloo. Um I don't know. It Oh, is that the whiskey warrior guy? Yeah, or? the whiskey warrior. Do you, uh-huh. I mean that you know, if, if that, God forbid, something like that did turn into a boogaloo on live stream broadcast, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's a, that, that had the potential. If you so think far about, as I know, that guy already had his uh, stuff taken from him. Yeah, but I'm just saying yeah. if if it was true the way that they were 
talking about initially is it mm -hmm. first hit the internet you know everyone is posting i'm not going to mention names but a lot of the gun tubers are making postings about you know protect this guy log into his account subscribe like share whatever and it ended up not being the case at all but yeah. what if it was the case I don't, I don't think they made this rule specifically for that guy i i would doubt that very seriously um i, I think that's probably already in the works yeah, I think they've had this this rule in the works for a while. I know I spoke to them a few weeks ago, so maybe it was it could have been before that. When did when did that happen? I want to say it was like about a month, okay. a little over a month ago, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably not even longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spoke to them a few weeks ago, but they've spoken to other people out there before they uh, before they came around to talking to me. Um, and, and when I spoke to them, several lawyers and all that kind of stuff, this is a big company. They've been probably thinking about this for half a year, a year or more, and then just decided, yeah, we're going to throw this one in there now, you know, because, well, let, let, because let, what we're doing here is becoming more and more popular if you think about it, right? So we might as well throw this in now. Go ahead, Walt. We're coming, we're coming into the election, the serious election year, too. So, you know. Are, are Second Amendment people more Trump people? Eh, who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah. across the across the board, you know, let's let's quiet everything. Yeah, know? I mean, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna try to figure where most of the pro Second Amendment people are gonna be politically, it's not. Uh, it's not, not gonna be. Not it's not gonna be in uh, Silicon Valley or or, yeah. or San Francisco. Yeah, although I know <laughs> some people who say they're pro gun and and they voted for Hillary, so. Well, there's also yeah, people. Yeah. They need to take their medicine. Takes all types. But um, <laughs> well, I got yeah. a question for you, Hank. So, like, if you 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 took all of your YouTube content creators, every single one, from mm -hmm. PewDiePie to you, and YouTube could snap their fingers and make every single GunTube channel disappear. Do you think that would even be a road bump in their overall scheme of content creators? Probably not. No. They're probably not even going to think twice about it in terms of revenue for them. No, uh, you're, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think I'm going to say that they're probably not going to lose a lot because let's put it this way. They don't accept uh, advertising from the industry. Now, we've got Craig here. You're in the you're in the knife industry. Does YouTube accept advertising from you guys? Uh, we've avoided it specifically because we don't want to get shut down. Okay. Um, so technically, technically, they they do have weapons written into to some of the policies instead of just firearms. Mm -hmm. So um, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, we've avoided sponsoring posts, boosting posts, anything that would anything that would do that. We've stopped. We used to we used to monetize videos on on YouTube, mm -hmm. and we stopped as soon as all of that started happening. And slowly but surely, all of our old videos just get demonetized every mm -hmm. every now and then one one more just gets demonetized so yeah we've, we've avoided it for that reason yeah so if they're not taking if they're not taking um if they're not taking money from from the industry not just firearms right there's other things that they're included in their yeah. policies if you look at it if they're not taking that money they're not they're not going to lose it by getting rid of people and i don't really believe they're going to get rid of everyone I think they're probably gonna. They're probably trying to push most people out. They may keep a few people around, you know. I think they're just maybe, more maybe concerned some, about maybe some like backlash. tokens kind of a thing. Like, oh, we got these guys. 
We let them. We let you know. To- token, token white guys or token uh, black guys? Uh, token, some t- probably token, some token gun guys. Token cutie pies. Token. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think there probably will be something where they could go. Oh, we didn't because most of what I I think what they want to do is just quietly push everyone away. I know they have completely demonetized people. They've completely uh, deplatformed some people. You know, to the point where they like give up is what you're saying. Yeah, but a lot of those people are smaller. The only the only person the let me see who can we say that they that we all know of that they deplatformed across the board. We know about um, we know about what's his name Alex Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm not going to say that he's necessarily in a gun category, but we let put him in conservative or whatever you know patriot category, whatever you want to call it. But other than that, they've like just picked out a few people here and there and done things to them. They haven't really gone after everyone. I think they realize if they just keep squeezing, a lot of people are just going to go, this is just not even worth it, and walk away on their own. And then even when they put in, the, uh, when they put in rules that gets rid of most people, ultimately if they have some people there, then it's, you know, no one could say, oh, you, you, know, you just pushed all the guys out. You know, you can turn around and say, oh, no, we've got these guys. Everything's fine with them. Because if you look at a lot of these rules, it's all selective of of enforcing the rules that they do. And when you get in trouble on YouTube or any other place, they don't tell you what you did wrong anyway. Um, A lot of other gun folks don't do it live. Mm -hmm. They record their podcast or whatever you want to call it. And then they post it at their leisure. So that's still not that's still good, right? Um, I guess that would be good because you're not that's touching totally it live, right? Yeah, exactly. I guess. That, I guess I mean, that so would be good. there's there's ways there's other ways to whip the. Uh, you know, but you know you being. know that's going to change. That yeah. it's inevitable. It's just yeah. like you could keep you on could. whittling away at it. It's, I, it's I think happen. I think that everyone does things the way that they do it. I think for us, because we're trying to build an audience, we do this live. And and uh, we have a, a reasonable size audience going live, people who are able to come in and interact with us and all that kind of stuff. There are other people who do the uh, in the in the gun world who do their stuff and they do it live because that way you can take questions. You know, you can you can show people things that they don't know. Uh, you can re- you can really get into you can really get into these things. Um, and that's probably going to grow more and more. And like I just said, at shows, at NRA, SHOT Show, The Blade Show, this show, that show, everyone's going live now, you know, in the world and showing you things. And with, with millions, dare I say billions of people going live, terrible things all happen all the time. They happen a very <laughs> small percentage of the time. You know, I think that pretty much shuts down completely, SHOT Show for live. I mean, it's impossible to do it. It's yeah, a, I don't think so. I don't, don't think. Don't yeah, I don't think don't it shuts it. it down all the way. But you know, I think what it's going to do is, if you can't touch it, Walt, it's not as exciting. Okay, it's not as. Well, exciting. that's what she said. If you could, yeah, <laughs> so, that's what he said. <laughs> if, you, if if listen, if you've yeah, got but, if you've got something but, like this, if you can't if you can't just it, rub up on it and do stuff like that, you know, if you can't do all those things, there's something missing uh, in the interaction. Well, it's I agree flat. with you, but. But, you know, there's if, if the rules say that, then use them like a Trojan and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. I mean, go go live 24-7 at SHOT Show. See what happens. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you're live. Ah, 
Yeah. Well, the rules are the rules, man. They'll shut that down in two seconds flat. That's just don't see that. Yeah, but you're not touching. Guys are missing. You're not touching the guns. That's what Hank told me. You can't touch the guns. Yeah, but there's always going to be some guy in the background. Yeah, but that's not you touching the gun. Oh, no, no, no. See, they don't want anyone. It doesn't matter. They don't want anyone. Yeah, they don't want anyone handling that thing live now so for example if we're live here if we're live here and we pull up a video so let's say walter you did a video shooting one of your 50s and we pull that video up and we're looking at it as long as it's obvious that that's pre-recorded it's fine you know but they don't want anyone in that video while it's live doing it yeah and this is what this is what goes back to the rules these rules are vague you know and and how are they going to be how are they going to be enforced what qualifies as pre-recorded? How long? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Hey, what what if you had in the other room a video camera that was feeding a feed to a TV next to you? No. 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 Yeah, I mean, the whole yeah. thing is yeah. it, it's, 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 it's yeah. anti-gun stuff. Kathy no. Music Lover says, can you hold pictures of guns? I'm assuming yes. So we all have to get flashcards. <laughs> well, like I was saying, I think it, it should make it mandatory to come on the Hank, the lifestyle is a lock and loaded. You should have a full size cardboard cutout of your most favorite firearm. And then, you know, just make pew, pew, pew noises, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. Go, you, you were going to say something, Craig. Uh, it, we're, we're past that. We're past yeah. That now. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I think, do we have alternatives? I think, you know, people, uh, since I threw up that video, people are saying things to me like there's D live, which I've looked into. I think you have to, uh, where, and, and I went and created an account on D live, but it, it works off the blockchain and you have to have a certain amount of people following you. So if anyone's on, yeah. if anyone even knows what I'm talking about when I say DLive, go on there, look for Hank Strange, follow us. That's going to take time for us to do it. There's Twitch, of course, and other things like people are saying, hey, you can go live somewhere else, record we'll that Facebook. and then rebroadcast Everyone's it. Everyone's just going to go to Facebook. That's all they're going to do. If you want to do anything live, fondling a gun while you're taking video they're just gonna do it on facebook like such you know every tuesday such is on there he's got his live deal and he's on facebook you know, just, I, just, we, go ahead yeah when we release new knives one of the first things we do is go live on instagram and facebook um and yeah, but, we've been we've been wanting to do more on youtube as well mm-hmm. where we show off the knife it's like hey this is available now here's the features here's Here's it in somebody's hand. Here's what it looks like. Here's what it does. And, I mean, stuff like that for gun manufacturers goes straight out the window starting now. Um, mm. You know, and, and if you don't think that Instagram and Facebook are going to follow suit, then, oh, sure. you know. Good point. <laughs> that's crazy. So it's it's going to set a precedent that's, that's that, that basically forces us somewhere to go somewhere else. And right now, I don't think there's any platform that has anywhere near the reach that YouTube, Facebook, nope. and Instagram have. And that's a good I point, mean, though. It makes Twitter. it dis- it makes it discouraging because Facebook has such, uh, I mean, YouTube has such a monopoly on this whole deal that no one wants to go anywhere else. And mm-hmm. Well, people are lazy. Yeah. If you can just go one place and yeah. get everything you need, why go anywhere else, right? Oh. Exactly. Yeah, that's how, which, you which know. I mean, if I can get my video on how to fix the chainsaw... And, and, and how to sharpen my knife, and how to uh, how to how how can my wife breastfeed the kids all in one place? Boom, you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, because you yeah. can get all that on YouTube. 
That's probably what's going to happen, though, at SHOT Show. If you want to go live at SHOT Show, it's going to be exclusively Facebook. Uh, for now, unless uh, the, the thing is, is that I would expect within a few weeks to a month or so, all these other platforms to have similar rules. Uh, once they see how it goes, then they'll go, hmm. Yeah. I think we'll, well do I the think, same. I think what you said in your video, Hank, was was really smart that we need to try to, we need to congregate here, especially, I mean, Shot Show is the perfect place for it. That's where we, we need to just have this conversation. Everybody needs to be talking about this. What platform can we all move to that we can agree is going to be friendly? And, and how do we get people to, to go there? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only way that we're going to we're going to have. We need that backup now, not not in uh, not in six months when yeah. Facebook and Instagram implement stuff. Yeah, we need our own ecosystem. And I know no one wants to do yeah. it because they're like, hey, you know, YouTube is the big game. Facebook and Instagram are the big game. But ultimately, when we're when, when you're in a position where, um, you know, um, powerful entities like this are lining up against you. The only way you're going to survive is by gathering together with like-minded people, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. it doesn't mean that we all have to go away from YouTube. We just use YouTube and all these platforms to whatever they say we can do. And then, like Craig is saying, we tell everyone, hey, by the way, you really want to see some, some stuff? Go over here because this is the place where we're free to do and, and, and say what we need to say to you guys. Because look, I'll tell you something. There's a reason why people are so attracted to live. It's real. You, you, you know, even if you yeah. have a spiel and you rehearse for it, it's real what happens. I couldn't rehearse this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Domo el gando, Mr. Roboto. Yeah. yeah, Walter, it doesn't matter. If I talk to you before the show, it means nothing. Whatever I tell no. you, Walter, don't do this. In, you, in Walter's brain, it goes in as, do this, right? Do that, do that, <laughs> that That's what you Hey, I'm to. not the person to call. We were on one <laughs> night, you guys. We were on one time doing the podcast, and it went black. They turned it off. They, meaning the minders, turned it off. You somebody in the yeah. Somebody in the chat said bad words about something, and boom, it went off. Yeah. How long ago was that? Um, well, this was a year ago, at least. Maybe, two, year maybe ago. two years. That's when I was yeah. using Hank Strange to go live. It was okay. it was a conversation that we were having about, uh, you know, remember when Trump's uh, mentioned shitholes? <laughs> <laughs> so we Referring were t- to African cities, I guess? <laughs> yeah, we were having that conversation, and I think we were having a pretty balanced conversation on it. You know, it was I, a troll. It was a troll. In the yeah, yeah, I think we were all having a good conversation about it. I was born in third world country lived in a few third world countries, um, you know, and I think it was a good conversation that we were having a, a, about that whole thing. But yeah, someone was acting up and they pulled the video, you know, they pulled the live feed. Yeah, they pulled the live feed and they gave me a strike. And then that coupled with right after that, they went after bullpup videos, which is why you guys don't see a lot of bullpup videos on Hank Strange anymore. Um, they, I woke up one morning, maybe two weeks after that, and they were just going after every bullpup video out there because there were people. Why? Why? Uh, I don't know. I know there were people texting me saying, hey, you've got bullpup videos and I'm getting strikes for bullpup videos. There were gun guys texting me saying that to me. I think Gun Blast and some other people were like, hey, do you have this? So I went and looked, and I had another strike. And then before I could do anything about it, I had a third strike, channel gone. <laughs> like within within like maybe 10 minutes or something like that, just out. 
you know. Bullpup must be a secret word for something in the leftist world. Uh, they just discover stuff and they're like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> you know. That, that bullpup gun is twice as dangerous. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of thing that I, you know, if anyone thinks that this is just one thing, man, I've been going through this with YouTube yeah. for, for a few years. Um, you know, uh, at least at least two years, we've just been getting smacked upside the head with thing after thing after thing. And um, I, I don't know. I, I'm disappointed that, um, you know, James Miller is asking me what's the D, D live stream name. Uh, it's Hank Strange, all one word, if anyone's looking for it. So I think it's capital H, capital S, Hank Strange, all one word, if you're looking for it. Um, and it'll have this logo that I've got right there. You should see that logo when you're looking for it. Yeah. So we've been going through this. I think we, you know, uh, we, we, we need to figure out how to organize a little bit here. And that's what's going to help us survive and move through this. And I think ultimately um, these platforms are going to pay for what they're doing. They're not just doing it to us. I think they're going to do it to other people, especially when they get away with doing it to us. Just imagine um, they want everyone to switch to electric cars. There's a, I can envision a day when if you're making videos on combustion cars, they're like, nope. No, we don't want you to do that anymore. You can't well, show how to fix that car. Yeah. When it comes no, to can't. switching, though, I mean, what's our other resource? I mean, really, we got Gun GunStreamer, and you have Full30, and that's pretty much it. And they really don't have a live stream service, right? Um, full. So Full30 to me, this is me. I'm not speaking for anyone else here. <laughs> this is my legal disclaimer to everyone. I'm on Full30. Full30 is a zombie channel, a zombie platform as far as I'm concerned. Okay, it's it's there and it seems functional and alive, but I have no communication with anyone from Gunstream uh, from uh, Full 30. Yeah, you know, I just we don't know what's going today, on actually. at Full 30. Yeah, I checked it out Full 30 today. And like you said, it's kind of the same thing. I just got signed up on Gunstreamer and they did make it very convenient for me. I mean, it was literally just one click of a button and next day voila all my videos are there and it was awesome and i really i thought it was really convenient you know and they have a lot of bugs still to work out but they don't have any live stream services so like i was saying earlier right now i think really the only resource is going to be facebook and like you said just give it a month or two all these other media social platforms are going to be falling well, soon i think the problem is we're all we're up to this point, it seems like everybody's looking for a, a platform that's specific for firearms or weapons. That's not necessarily what we need. What we need is a platform that's just that is more of a public utility. It's that not about is yeah, exactly it's, right. Exactly, and that's yeah. that's what YouTube should be, but they don't want to be that. Mm -hmm. And until somebody until somebody else comes in and says, "Hey, I'm gonna be that," then nobody's gonna compete with YouTube. It'll be too niche, no matter what it is. It'll be too niche. Yeah. So Hank, are you are you think they you think they're more worried about just the backlash rather than the revenue speed bump that they would lose? I don't think they're worried about. I think that since Google bought YouTube, they've pumped billions of dollars into it, so that they can own the airwaves. At this point, they own it, but now they're competing. I think with Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu Disney. and places like that and Disney Plus and they don't they want to be more like that now because if they can switch over to that they can totally dominate those guys as well. The only way to do that is to push independent 
content creators, not just me, not just gun guys, you know, like Craig's saying, I think there's lots of people that they want to push away, get rid of, and then they can have all the, like, uh, they can have Fox News and, you know, MSNBC and all the networks and studios and all the actors. Have you noticed now, if you look at YouTube, every freaking actor has a YouTube channel? Have yeah. You oh, that? Yeah. Well, the, the only real channels that ever stick out the gun tube channels to me is it seems like it's either one car guys or two how to grow your YouTube channel. And it's pretty much it. I mean, mm-hmm. wait, what else do you have out there for solid content other than, you know, gun tubers, car people, how to grow your YouTube channel? Uh, I mean, you can only. Wait, what else is there? I mean, that stands out. I mean, yeah, they might be yeah. heading towards a Netflix or, you know, some type of situation like that. But I'm like, it's it, it's not even going to resemble YouTube anymore. Yeah. No. 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 And I don't think it really needs to. Look, I think we all do, or I don't know if we're all going to get together, but I think we do need to support some some alternative. And once they get our support and they get the industry's support coming in there, then they'll be able to do things. So when I talk to the gun streamer guys, um, they can do live. It's expensive. So it's not worth it for them to pursue it when they don't have the support of the industry or us for that matter. Like those of us who are on gun streamer, we're just using it as a backup. We're just putting our stuff up on YouTube, and then it's going over to GunStreamer. But if we started putting our content uh, uniquely on GunStreamer for a while, and then maybe a month later it shows up on YouTube, if at all, then that would help. And then if the industry started coming to them and and uh, uh, you know helping them out financially and, and advertising and things like that, then it gets better for everyone. They can afford to go live. They can afford to do this thing and that thing. You know, yeah. and expand their bandwidth. So it's kind of like a thing where we all have to get together. Well, it's kind uh, of sad though, luck. because like <laughs> gun, with Gun Streamer, you know, I just got on there, got everything set up, and I applaud Gun Streamer for what they're doing, and it's awesome. And I hope it expands and grows to everything they want it to be. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it seems like it's just gun tubers checking out other gun tubers. It's like your average weekend warrior or some average Joe, when he's trying to check out what's the latest and greatest in firearms or he wants to check out an optic, they're not going to gun streamer, they're going to YouTube, you know? And that's well, that, the that's, part that's, that's what Craig was saying. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. we it needs to be more expanded. But we also can't just be talking to each other. Yeah. You know, we need to get audience is we need to get the audience in there, you know. So let's say even it, it makes a lot of sense for it to be more universal, the content that's on there. But even if it's gun stuff, then we need to cater to the audience. And if the audience are, is, has already seen it on YouTube, there's not a lot of motivation for them to look at it on GunStreamer. Until YouTube goes, yeah, you've got no channel, then they can go, look, we, you've got, Hickok is over on GunStreamer, but most people are going to look at his stuff on, on YouTube unless something happens, so it's just a backup. And, and that's what they're doing. And of course, you know, they've got an app, they've got this thing, they've got that thing, but it's gonna take more than them having that stuff. It's gonna take us making the content. It's gonna take people going over there to look at it. It's gonna take industry uh, putting some money into it. The, the firearms industry has a lot of money that lots of people aren't taking when it comes to advertising, right? They need to put some of it over there if they care about it. Um, or put it somewhere like I don't care. I don't. I don't have any ownership over GunStreamer. If it was BitShoot or BitShoot DLive, whatever, whatever it is, I would. Um, I I would 
you know, if if they got rid of all these draconian practices that we're seeing coming from YouTube, I would go over there and make the investment in it and, and put my stuff there and then we could build that up. But, you know, and, and, and to be honest with you, the name of what like Gunstreamer is, that could easily, you know, it's That's really scary, not that big. Scare people. It can scare people, too. Well, but also yeah. it's, it's not just, a big it deal just to makes change. It too niche. Yeah, but also it's not a big deal to change, right? You can make it anything streamer. That's just a name. People go there and it points to this. Freedom streamer. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy that's an easy <laughs> equation. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. It's an easy equation to Trademark, uh, you know, me for that one. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you better, streamer. Yeah, you better get up <laughs> on it. Okay, listen, I know there's lots of questions. I don't know if you guys if anyone's looking at the comments other than me. There's I a was. ton of uh, uh, there's a ton well, of questions here. I'm not sure whether I can get to people's. Who's going to say something? Well, you know, James Miller made a good point with Tim Pool. You know, he's saying, you know, YouTube doesn't want the small content creators. You know, and I think that he has a good point there. I mean, I, I think they just want whatever brings the most revenue. You know, what kind of amazes me too like some of my videos will get demonetized but they'll still show every typical commercial on there knowing the man that they would have on a regular non-demonetized uh, mm -hmm. video and i just it amazes me that they can continue to do that i don't, I don't know what do you think hank in regards to whether they're more pro smaller channel or big channel or they don't care or they just want to get rid of it altogether or I think they are pro the bigger established uh, channels. They don't. I don't think they want to lose PewDiePie, but they do want to. You know, they do want to attract people like Will Smith or Tom Cruise or you yeah, know whoever the hell uh, actor or actress out there wants to have a YouTube channel. I mean, they've yeah. already mentioned the fact that they're more geared towards quality content, right? They they just don't want some average Joe rolling in on every other day just. Spewing, spewing yeah, whatever. All all the big guys start out as average yeah. Joe. Yeah. That's what they, exactly. yeah, they can think whatever they want to. We all, enjoy, going back to the reason why live is important, we like that real I, footage from people. We don't need people to have massive production and stuff like that. If you want to find out how to fix something in your engine or how to put this gun together or why the hell you can't... Uh, you know, get it off safety or whatever it is, right? You just want to go there, look on YouTube. Somebody's like, "Hey, this is what this is what it is right here, dude," and you get it done. You know. Uh, I I want to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I so I, I think wanna, that I don't want to um, see no pretty boy actor. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, you know what I think? I think ultimately, we we need to uh, we we need to figure out how to pool our resources. That's what we need but, to do. But, we need to but figure thinking, out how to do but, that. But thinking that everybody's going to get together and get along and go to one place, yeah, you're dreaming. Yeah. You're dreaming. Yeah. Because, yeah. because greed greed comes into it. And you think the guy's making a lot of money on YouTube is going to jump ship and just dump YouTube to go to some unknown channel? Yeah. But no. we don't need Not everyone. We don't need, yeah, we don't need no. everyone. If we have the firearms industry and the, the knife industry <laughs> and the, there's there's guys, there's people, a lot. okay, gun guys are car guys and motorcycle guys, and we like traveling and doing this thing and that thing. There's things that we can all, that, you know, there's, there's people who want to advertise to us. Let's realize this, like, we're grown-ups. The, the most of the people buying guns 
are grown-ups. They can buy guns. Buying guns, And they yes. can buy watch, other watch, stuff. Watching videos, no. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is we buy other – do we Do we not buy stuff? Do we not buy things? Do oh, I buy shit all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Too much. Yeah. So we have we have some spending power that we could put together and the industries that want to advertise to us and people like us can reach us because, look, let's be OK. So I, I've got Apple TV. Who has Apple TV? Do you guys any anyone here? have Apple TV? OK. So one of the things I noticed with Apple TV, they're doing their own streaming thing now. Right. So they're making movies and stuff like that and TV shows. This and every time I put on my Apple TV, it's trying to preview it. There's immediately, I think, SJW. Everything that they put up there is some kind of social justice nonsense, right? So I have no interest in that. But they're catering to a specific set of people. But they're, So there's people like us who don't want to see that. We want to see good, wholesome, fun things, you know. We want to go back to the basics. We don't want to be smacked upside the head uh, with a lot of different things that are going on out there. And I think that there's, there's a place there that people can make money if they get together and do it or, or not. And then we'll all have to, like, you know, we'll all, we'll all have to go do something else for a living. I just wish YouTube would make it so they could get specific – commercials and advertisement geared towards a gun tuber. It just makes such logical sense to me. And they know darn well that they can make money off of that. Yeah. Like you, you know, darn well, you could get whatever Smith and Wesson to make a commercial geared specifically for gun channels and they could make money off that, but it's just an agenda thing. Yeah. It's, but you're, yeah, but has, that's what you're missing. You're missing Todd that they are not interested. <laughs> I know that, but I, that's, I'm, you know, <laughs> they'll lose money. They're not so interested. First, they want to convert the world. You don't need to defend yourself. No, you, you, you That's, don't this need is any what guns. They believe. Yeah, you, you do not need any guns. It's not yeah. a defense thing. You do not need any guns or and or weapons because Big Brother will take care of you. They they don't yeah. believe they. Yeah, I, that's what that's the point I'm trying to make. I think they don't believe they believe that we should just let everything wash over us and change and open our minds so they could tell us what to be, <laughs> become a vessel of what we tell you. This is how we make the world better. Damn it. You know, uh, open so. open your mind. This will open your mind. Yeah. Listen. Well, okay. And, and, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, I was just gonna say that that you know I probably don't actually know what I'm talking about here, but I believe that that my understanding is that the vast majority of videos that get viewed are by children, and so you know, let's assume for a minute that they're not out to get everybody. They you broke up a little bit there, Craig. Sorry. Oh. Okay, Craig, you broke up. I don't know. Yeah. Is they any... must be put. They put the yeah. twist on his feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Craig, here you could try this. Minimize your uh, Skype window. That might help a little. Yeah. Just minimize the window. Don't close it, but just minimize it, and that might help you. Because you're back now. Go ahead. Sorry. Hit us up with what you were okay. saying there. By the way, we've got Gunstreamer in the chat, so shout out to them. Any questions that you guys have, whatever you don't believe about what I'm telling you, Gunstreamer's right there. Let them know what you uh, what you think, what you want, what do you need, what do they need? Because <laughs> uh, we've got someone from Gunstreamer's in the chat right now. So, uh, I'm sorry, Craig, go ahead. No, I, I, uh, 
I'm not sure how much of that you guys heard because it froze on me. None of it. We didn't get any of it. None of it. <laughs> and it was all brilliant. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> There's you no way I'm going to be able to recreate that. Yeah, you solved the world. You made uh, world you know, peace. Basically, <laughs> I mean, my understanding is that YouTube, the, the, the majority of people watching YouTube are kids. And so they're trying to they're trying to make things friendly for kids. I don't think the music videos that they have are friendly to kids. I don't think a lot of that content is friendly to kids, but that's kind of the guys that they're using. And so, you know, the the obvious answer is we'll separate your 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 platform a little bit and say, okay, if you here's your here's the adult side and here's the here's the non-adult side, you know, and and, and then it's easy. It's it's we're not doing anything illegal. That's the thing that's so frustrating for all of us is that we're not doing anything illegal. We're doing everything we're doing is perfectly legal, but we're being treated like we're criminals. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're hurting people because you you make something that, that could be used to hurt people. It's like, well, cars can hurt people. Anything can hurt people like drugs. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Legal drugs, legal drugs, legal, legal drugs. Well, Hank, yeah. he just Thanks. brought up the fact of, you know, kids and kid-based channels. You know, what about this whole COPA thing that's going on? And these COPA rules that they're placing on channels that are geared towards children. They're making them sign off their channel saying, hey, this content is not geared towards children. These videos are not geared towards children. And those channels, from what I've been told, they're not making any money. They're pretty much instantly demonetized, aren't they, Hank? Um, I don't know because I'm not I'm not like those channels. I, I can only tell you what I've seen from what they're doing. Yeah, pretty much those guys are, um, you know, a lot of them are going to disappear because of the deal that YouTube has made with the government uh, to avoid paying them any more money than they already paid them. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a mess. As usual, the government's not fixing anything, making things worse. Um, so yeah, those, those people are going to have to transition to something else and it should be a sign to you that one day we will have to transition to something else. Yeah. But I mean, it's not going to end You silence these people because they're making child-based younger, uh, you know, video content and then you're silencing us Mm -hmm. and then who, who are you silencing next to the point where like... This person said earlier, it's no no longer a public forum anymore. It, yeah. it's it's almost sad. It's yeah. really sad. Here's the thing, like I want to, it's you know, I mean, we I, we could definitely keep doing this, but I I've been trying to get Tops Knives to come on here for a while. I've been trying to get Craig on here, yeah. so I'm gonna transition. Loses <laughs> his mind because he's very excited about well, talking about knives. So uh, I just want to say this. Look, here's the thing I want to Here's the thing I want to say to everyone. I'm not going to let it go here. I'm working on stuff. I think we all need to figure out some way to like not everyone's not going to sit down, but we all need to like figure out a way to sit down, communicate with each other, network and get something going because I think we're going to do better together even if it's most of us not all of us moving forward than like, you know, separated and and everyone's, uh, f- you know, fractured off. So, um, you know, uh, what is this? Richard Hughes gave us a couple of bucks. He says, uh, dihydrogen monoxide kills more than guns. Uh, okay, so there you go. You got your thing in. So listen, I think we need to do that. I'll try to figure out a way to do that. I know I see Gunstreamer talking about it. We need to somehow sit down here and get some folks like are on the industry side, some people on the content creator side, some people... Um, on the side of Gunstreamer and other platforms like that and just figure out what everyone needs 
and everyone's going to have to make sacrifices and everyone's going to have to work hard and struggle, but we need to create our own thing before it's too late. And we're all just walking around in the desert and we can't see each other. So mm -hmm. um, looks like, oh, Austin Roberts just jumped in. So um, he's the he's the uh, he's the owner of Gunstreamer. Um, I see he's in there. So if you guys have questions about like all of this, Gunstreamer, etc., go over to these guys. They're here right now. Um, Craig, are you guys on Gunstreamer? Uh, full disclosure, I had not heard of it before now, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is just another example of how like segregated we are. Yeah. But if if we lose more and more of this this platform, yeah, you know, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I do have a question though. I mean, how long does it take to get? verified i uploaded my driver's license a few weeks ago i'm just curious how long it usually takes to get verified or do you have to have a certain subscriber Ver base verified where verified on gun streamer oh i don't you think you have to do i don't think you have to do any of that so uh, go you know what go into the chat and ask the gun streamer guys yeah. right now because i don't yeah. think you have to do any of that big dre uh 357 gave us a couple of bucks here he says they have a youtube's kids app for kids yes that's true <laughs> Walter, um, but I don't know what that's going to do for anyone because the kids aren't going to watch that. <laughs> what? What? Okay, back to the '80s with records. Right. They put mm -hmm. the labels on the records to warn the kids that you know that was bad stuff. What do the kids want? They want the bad stuff. Yes, this is why I mean, hip hop that, is so big whole, today. That logic doesn't work. I mean, yeah. No. Okay. You you know, look at all the actors and actresses from the Disney Channel. What's happened to them? Oh, look at that. You know. <laughs> what happens all the time? Uh, can you Almost say Britney exclusively. Yeah, can you say Britney Spears? <laughs> can you say what's her face? Uh, what, what's uh, this? Uh, Eric Carter. <laughs> Eric Carter. Achy, breaky heart's daughter. You know what I mean? <laughs> we could go on. Okay, yeah, we could list a lot of people oh, here. Oh, I just saw there's another. There's a new. There's another oh, the girl. Logans. The Logans are from Disney. Do you know that? The, the Logan brothers? Oh. Oh, well, the dude, Logan, the oh, No, I'm sorry, sorry. The Paul brothers, Logan Paul and Sean Paul. There's, no, that's a reggae guy. The, there's there, some Logans, some there's Pauls. This, there's this chick that's doing porn now. It used to be, I think, on Disney or one of those kids shows, you know? I mean, it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, okay, and on that note, let's talk about knives. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if that's, <laughs> let's talk about knives, Walter. <laughs> oh, sure. You know, yeah. Well. So, listen, like I said, the uh, Gunstreamer guys are in the chat if you guys want to keep asking questions. That's a good place, Elfster. Um, yeah, I just posted it. So. Yeah, so, Craig, <laughs> uh, I know you came on. You picked a, such a perfect time to come on, man. Hey, no, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. This, uh, this, <laughs> as much as, as the conversation has been geared towards guns, it affects us, too. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the guns get attacked, the knives come next, and then your freedom of speech is right after that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's our that's that's been in the works for a long time. You know, yeah, it's all, it's all, that, it's all that whole you know words you can't use anymore to describe certain people and certain mm -hmm. groups. That's all mm -hmm. part of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, com comedians that can't be funny because you might insult someone. Oh. Yeah. Well, just in case anyone's <laughs> wondering, we're all comedians here, and yeah. I will insult you. When we log into this thing, you to all be funny, familiar. and I expect yeah. it back too. So, so let me <laughs> let me ask you this, Craig. Now, uh, I did I meet you guys at Shot Show? I think it was NRA. Was it NRA I that it, I met you guys? I think it was the NRA meetings. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I so um, you know, can you tell my audience out there about a little bit about Tops Knives, like who you guys are, how long you've been around, uh, 
you know, do, I have a feeling that you're kind of uh, like you just said, you know, you're, you guys make knives, but you do have kind of like a kindred connection to the uh, firearms world. So uh, tell us Absolutely. about the company and where it comes from. So Tops Knives was founded in 1998. The, the original owner got together with a group of guys that were all former military. He himself was a, was a Green Beret that served in Vietnam. Um, the other guys, they were all either army, Navy, whatever it was, they were all, they were all like real dudes. They, they saw some, some stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So what, uh, what happened is, is as he, as he went throughout life, did a few different things. Um, I don't know how exactly he ended up in Idaho, but he, he ended up in Idaho said, I'm going to stay here and I need, I need something new. So we started working on this idea of, uh, I'm going to start a knife company. And the, the, the whole kind of premise behind it was we we're going to make tools that guys like me could trust to do the job, no matter where they find themselves. You know, the, in, in Vietnam, he had at least two knives that were issued to him, just completely break, fail on him. And he was not in, he was not in good places. He was, uh, you know, he, he, he did some, he did some stuff that, that basically required him to be either by himself or with a very small group of guys. So when your tools fail and you're in that situation, that's not a good place to be. Mm. Um, so basically they set out to make knives that, that would not do that. The first knife the company made is called the Steel Eagle 107D. It's a seven inch blade, a quarter of an inch thick, a full tang knife, you know, saw teeth on the back, all sorts of, uh, just all sorts of manly, features built into this thing and and uh we still sell it to this day so that knife in in my opinion kind of embodies what tops is if if three sixteenths will do the job we're going to make it quarter inch thick if you know a five or six inch blade is good enough we're going to make it seven you know and 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 uh there's a lot of companies nowadays that are that are kind of moving more towards smaller thinner lighter faster and we, we, we like that too, but we've always just kind of had that, that, that feel of like, this is overbuilt. This is, this is, this is more than enough to, to get the job done. Okay. So right. that's, that's kind of the, the, the origin. Oh, okay. So very tough, uh, built, uh, you know, very sturdy, sturdily built tough knives, right. That can take a lick in, um, so let me see. Someone here, uh, I want to read this comment because this is relative to what you were saying. Cody Milbacher says, everyone should check out Top's Taliban takedown knife. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's, actually, uh, that's actually one of our one of the few knives we make that is uh, chisel ground. Okay. I'm going to try to throw it up here steak. on the screen so folks can see it. So here it goes. I don't know. Let me see. Can I zoom in? There we go. Boom. Check out that knife. All right. Yeah, I was checking out your uh, website before we logged in live here. And man, what I was impressed about was the mass variety that you have to choose from. I mean, it is unbelievable. I mean, we're talking hundreds, hundreds of knives. I mean, how many knives do you actually have to offer? Uh, so active models, we have over 250. Wow. Um, and, and in some ways, that's that's... A hindrance because you can you can definitely get overloaded looking at them um, but in other ways we whatever it is that you need we have a knife that'll do it okay and, What's, uh, and it seems like it's it mm -hmm. seems like it's broke down in what tactical hunting and what was the other ones there's uh there's edc and there's yeah. survival yeah 
Yeah. 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 What? So, how? How do you guys go about designing these things? Who designs the knives for you? Is it different people? Do you design them by purpose? How does that work? So that that's uh, that's changed a lot over the years. The first few knives were were exclusively developed by the uh, by the guys that kind of started the company. They would they would go and get feedback on them, but they were they were the ones kind of coming up with ideas. As the company grew and they met more people, they we started bringing in outside designers because you, no matter how good of a designer you are, at some point you're you're either going to run out of ideas or you're just you're kind of hitting the same thing over and over again. At some point you'll get into into a rut. Mm-hmm. And so we've worked with uh, more than fifty over the 21 years that we've been um so a lot of the knives are are designed by outside designers um but the guy that's running the company currently his name's leo espinosa he started this and this is actually a pretty cool story too he started working for the company about six months after the doors opened and uh he was he was in high school at the time he got hired to clean bathrooms sweep floors you know just clean up after the guys making the knives and moved from from that into he's done every job in the company and now he's the president. Nice. The guy runs the company. He's also kind of a magician when it comes to designing knives. If you look at uh, like if you look at our, at our website, um, you click on knives and on the left hand side you can filter by different categories and, and whatnot. One of the options is designer. If you put if you choose him, Leo Espinosa, you're going to see knives. Tiny knives, huge knives, hatchets, fighting knives, hunting knives, survival knives. You're gonna see, it's, you're gonna see just a variety that you would not expect to see from one person. Like he can design anything, and uh, you know the the original owner saw that, obviously saw that in him, and 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 as he grew and and learned more and developed more in the company, he's kind of taken that that main role in in design as well. So a lot of the designs coming out now are his. Um, we still work with outside designers whenever somebody brings us something that that a fits in our line and b kind of fills a hole that we have in in our current line we'll definitely take it on um but at the same time a lot of times he'll see that hole and be like i I can design that and just go and draw it and, and it's done um so so it's kind of a mix we've worked a lot with outside designers that's how we have such a large variety but we also have have Leo that anytime we're like, hey, this is this is uh, this is kind of a hole that we have. He'll just go design something and boom, it's done. Okay, so, I'm trying to find. I'm I'm looking on the website and I'm trying to while you're talking about, I was trying to find it. So you said when you go to the when you go to the front page on the site. Yeah, just click on knives. Um, so okay. like, don't filter by category. Just click on knives. Okay. And then on the left hand side, you should see like you can filter by blade length, uh, type of steel, handle material. One of the it should it's probably a little further down. It'll say designer. Okay. Oh, I see it. Designer. Yeah. And then, all. And then yeah, choose uh, so choose Leo Espinosa from that list. Oh, Leo you'll Espinosa. See just, okay. You'll see just a ton of knives pop up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mean, straight up works of art. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 So here you oh. go. This is all the uh, the stuff here, like the hammer hawk. Yeah. So good Good question. What, what would be your number one selling, your most popular knife that you guys have? 
Um, that chain, that's actually in the last, uh, I, so I've worked for tops for five and a half years in that time. It's changed probably three or four times. Um, the, the Tom Brown tracker is, has always been a popular knife for us. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie, the hunted, mm-hmm. um, with Benicio del Toro mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, right? Was it Tommy Lee Jones? Okay. Okay. I yes, think so. You're right. I yes. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the knife that they that they kept showing in that movie, um, that's that we're we're the only company that is that is uh, that has permission from Tom Brown currently to be making that knife. Okay. Um, he he. The funny thing is, a lot of people think that knife came from the movie. It existed before the movie, and this. So Tom Brown was actually one of the advisors on the movie. I don't know if that's how the knife got there or if they wanted it to begin with, but. Uh, so that one's always been really popular for us. Then um, after that, there was a. It's actually a kind of an all-around survival bushcraft knife. It's called the the, the Fieldcraft by mm-hmm. Brothers of Bushcraft. Mm-hmm. That one was our most popular knife for probably four or five years. And and currently, the one that's most popular for us is actually uh, is actually kind of a kind of a mix between a karambit and an everyday use kind of knife. It's called the Cut. 4.0 cut is an acronym so if you do like c period u period t period that that'll find it i'm gonna pull that one Um, up here yeah and so those those are those three kind of fight each other for the top spot over the last couple of years okay so Um, when i'm looking at this the cup the cut 4.0 oh here we go okay I'll pull that up here. Go ahead. We're listening to you. Yeah. I'm just pulling. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it changes quite a bit for, I would say, probably the first, you know, 10 or 12 years of business. Tactical knives were our, our, our main thing. We, you know, our, our biggest market was dudes in the military, guys in law enforcement. You know, it was it was it was that crowd. And then in the last, you know, about eight, nine years is when we started gaining more popularity in the survival and bushcraft communities. Um you know, actually, a lot of our knives have been used on TV shows like Naked and Afraid and Dual Survival and, and, and stuff like that. We've had multiple knives on, on those shows. Um, so so these are real hardcore working there. knives, right? These are like real hardcore working. Um, and then yeah, I see. We, mm-hmm. Go ahead. We, so we try to we try to build knives to be used more than anything. Um, you know, we're not we're not in the art knife game. We're not making. You know, the knives, when you, when you, when you see the utility in it, it looks like a piece of art to you. There's a lot of knives that people look at on our website. They're like, that's ugly as hell. But there's a lot of other guys that look at that knife and say, that thing is beautiful because they see what, what they would use it for. And, and they know how that's going to work. So our first and foremost is, is this thing going to do the job that it was built for? And until the answer is yes, we're not done. Okay. Very cool. Um, and so do people buy directly from you guys or do they need to go to distributors? Can you go into like, you know, big knife stores and and find yourself? How does that work? Do you sell on like Amazon or? Yeah. So the, 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 our focus is on manufacture and, um, we, we leave it up to our dealers to do the, the vast majority of selling. So you can buy from us direct, um, but we we list our knives at, on our website at full retail price. So by all means, please buy it from a dealer. You'll save money. You're definitely going to pay less at a dealer, and we have no problem with that because that's what our that's what we want to do anyway. 
Um, if for some reason you can't find what you're looking for through a dealer, come and buy it from us. Um, okay. But that's that's our focus. Yeah. Lola wants to know how you guys, how these knives wind up in uh, TV shows and movies. Like, for example, there's a place called Independent Studio Services, and they get a lot of the guns and other props to movies. Do you guys go through something like that, or they, you know, do you actively try to get them into movies? Uh, movies, not so much. We, you know, I, that's something that I guess I, I don't really know how to get to. Um, the, the hunted, like I say, that happened because of Tom Brown, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily because of tops. And mm-hmm. then because that knife was it, while that movie was being filmed and finished, he, he approached us to make it for him because the custom knife makers that had made it for him in the past just couldn't keep up. It's not mm-hmm. that they weren't making good tools. They just couldn't make them fast enough. And so he okay. came to us to, to, to build them faster. Um, but as far as TV shows go, a lot of those has, have just been this person going on the show is like, I, I'm definitely going to take one of your knives. Some of them, some of them will reach out and see if they can get, get one for free or for a discount. Some of them just don't even tell us, they just buy it and then take it on the show. Like there's two or three that have taken a knife on the show. We were, we heard about it after it aired. So, mm-hmm. um, there's good. some of that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and one, uh, of the, one of the, ahead. so one of the guys that's been on, uh, he's been on naked and afraid, I think three times. And he was on the newest season of dual survival. Um, his name is EJ Snyder. He, he designed a knife that, that we make. And so that one's ended up on naked and afraid, not just from him using it, but I think three, maybe even four other people have used that knife on the show. Oh, okay. Okay. So, very cool. Uh, and then what kind of uh, – oh, hold on a second. Harmarsh – there's a bunch of comments here. I'm going to try to scroll back and get through it. Uh, ha- yep. Harmarsh2 says, when uh, Kyla Cummings was on Naked and Afraid, the knife she had was her own creation? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so Kayla Cummings is uh, – she's she started out as like a knife reviewer. So like, you know, instead of reviewing guns, she reviewed knives. And then – uh, ended up building and started making them on her own. And mm-hmm. she went out, I think probably last year or maybe even two years ago and took a, took a large machete that she had made herself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then let me see this. Some other, uh, David Cardinal says, don't forget kitchen knives. You guys have, we are finally moving into that category. We have currently, we have just a chef's knife and a paring knife. Um, we're going to, we're going to round that out with, uh, with a full set at some point, there'll be, uh, you know, a bread knife and a carving knife and a, and a <laughs> to go along with it. Okay, but, cool. Um, yeah, okay. we're, we're moving in there. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. That's, you know, that's not a bad place. And then David Cardinal also says the backbite is awesome, but I really need a blunt trainer for it. He says, yeah, Do you so, guys make trainers. Um, that's a, that's, that's something that we it's kind of like it's uh, how to answer this without sounding like i don't care because i do care trainers are are a smart thing to have but for us it's tough because we'll get we'll get like five guys total that'll ask for a trainer for that knife and that's so for us that's hard to only make five things you know mm-hmm. we're 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 because we're focused on the manufacturer we want to make volume Mm-hmm. So until we have more requests for trainers for this specific or that specific knife, it's just probably not going to happen. Um, the other thing is uh, it, it's it's like left-handed sheets. Personally, I'm left-handed, 
So mm-hmm. for me, it's hard to find stuff that's left-handed anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten to the point where I just modify stuff to make it work for me rather than looking for the left-handed thing. I'm left-handed too. Adapt, overcome, shoot with a right-handed gun. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, and so trainers, you know, it's kind of that same thing. Like, yeah, we get, we get people that ask for them, but just not enough to make it something yeah. that that's worth our while. And, and really the price point is the, is the problem. Yeah, we can make them, but they're going to cost almost as much as the knife because we would use our normal tools and processes which is just going to make it not a cheap thing because mm-hmm. everything we make is, is made right here in Idaho Falls. Uh, so it's just, it's, it's tough to do that uh, at, a, at a low price point. Yeah. I think you see that. I see that kind of thing a lot. Like um, I know, for example, my friend, Sam Andrews, he makes, um, he makes holsters and things like that. And he makes rigs like shoulder rigs and some of them have knives, but he only makes them for specific knives. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For yeah. that reason, because yeah. you can't make it for every knife. It's just you know, yeah, nope. it's just not. It's not an easy thing to do. So unless that knife becomes really established, and then a lot of people are getting it, it's kind of a tough deal. Um, let me see. I did want to get into here, Walter. We're going to be show- Walter. By the way, is showing off. Walter is going to have <laughs> lots of knives to show off here, and 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 Craig, you're also going to have some knives. I don't know about Elfster. I think. Elster only yeah. spends his money on guns, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> guns he's looking at knives now, though. I'm checking them out, and the, it seems like most of them are like a full tang. That's, am I right? You don't have many folding yes. knives, correct? We, oh, have, we have very few folding knives. Check um, this one out. I'll show you guys the, a folding the, right here. But, yeah, the vast the vast majority are fixed blades. But That's we, a folder we do some right there. Folders. Yeah. So if you were to suggest something, you know, like for me, deer hunting in the Wisconsin woods, what, what would you suggest for, you know, field dressing a deer? Okay, so recommending Yeah, I kind of chuckle because everybody's got their fave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so let, let me just ask you a couple of questions, then I'll make a couple of recommendations. All right. Okay. Um, do you know the difference between high carbon and stainless steel? Yes. Do you prefer one over the other? No. Okay. I've, I'm not an expert when it comes to knives. That you ask Fair me any enough. reloading question, I can answer it. Right, no, that's that's that that's good. This all this all helps. Um, do you sharpen your own knives? Yes. Okay. Um, for probably not the different. way you would suggest. So. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's yeah. that's fine. That's that's not a problem at all. Um, do you? Do you prefer are, so for field dressing? Are you talking just just gutting it and quartering yeah. it, or are you talking yep. you're going to the whole thing? Okay. Yep. Um, and you want you want to be able to do that with one tool, or or are you cool? Do you just usually one. take a couple with? Yeah, you? just one. Yeah. yeah, you heard him say "wicked easy." That's a Wisconsin thing, man. Yeah, he wants, <laughs> it, he wants it Wisconsin. Wicked easy, man. Wicked easy. Okay. Yeah. It's usually so, not folding because usually the it yeah. just gets full of blood and hair. So yeah. Usually like a yeah, sheath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would probably go with something. It, you know, if you, the thing is, a lot of guys that a lot of hunting guys want leather. But like you said, it, it's almost the same problem that you're going to run into with a folding knife. As soon as you put a, a bloody knife in that leather, you're, you're asking for that leather to start yeah. rotting. And Easy to back. clean. Yep. So you want something with Kydex. Um, there's, so we got plenty, we got plenty of options. One, one that I like a lot that's, that's fairly new. It is a stainless blade, so um, you don't have to worry too much about cleaning it and oiling it too soon after, after taking down an animal. It's called the Camp Creek. Um, okay. 
it's, Camp it's Creek? on the yeah Camp Creek. It's actually uh, it's it's the name of a trail up in the area uh, here in Idaho that Leo likes to hunt. Um, oh. How is that? So, how is that? Is that like two separate words or? Yeah, two it's, separate words. Camp yeah. Creek. Okay. Or Creek, depending on where you're from. Oh yeah, it's got a nice wide blade on it, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So that one, that one's on the thinner side. So if you're wanting to, you know, if you're if you're if you're the kind of guy that tries to hack through the bones with your knife, you may that that's a little bit thin for that. Um, but in terms of it being sharp and staying sharp, that one that's a hell of a knife. Um, I was just even a, looking at that Fieldcraft 3.5. I mean, it looks like just a yeah. really simple knife, but I think you know it comes with a Kydex uh, a sheath. And that, yep. that looks perfect for something like the, that. The the Fieldcraft 3.5 is great. The yep. the original Fieldcraft is uh, is is probably. I mean, I guess it depends on what size of knife you like, but that one might even be better. If you got an extra inch of blade, it's yep. a little bit thicker too, so it's a little bit stronger. Um, but those those knives are, are great because they've got belly up at the end to be able to do some of the skinning you might want to do, but they're mm. they've got the heft that you need too. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, if you're liking the look of that one, there's no way I would talk you out of it. <laughs> so is there, you're gonna, you're gonna like it. is there a particular shape for uh, skinning? For for like for uh, skinning, yeah, you want something with a with what's called. So for I guess a lot of your guys are probably gun guys here. Belly. When you talk about a knife that has belly, mm-hmm. um, so for example, I actually have that Fieldcraft 3.5 in here. Oh, cool. Um, Hold on. So throw it up on if you're here. talking about belly, it's this curved part of the blade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anything that's got a lot of curve to it like that is going to be perfect for skinning because the curve rolls along the the, yeah. the hide rather rather than like if you had a tanto knife that's got a, a point right here instead of a curve that's yep. just constantly puncturing the 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 hide as you're trying to move through it. Hmm. Yep. So you want something with a curve so that it doesn't dig into the skin. It, it just separates it from the, the rest of the, the carcass. Uh, and personally, okay. when I'm, you know, field dressed, I like to reach up, you know, and when you're cutting that diaphragm, you got to reach way up in there. I like a little bit longer knife or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's where that field craft would really be perfect for something like yeah. that. What are yeah, you? Yeah, if I were you, I'd go for the full size one then. Yeah. 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 So, the, so that's like a question. What are you using right now, Ulster? What do you I use just, when you go out there, and how come you didn't go grab it while we were, you know? Well, I we think you're going to have to send me one so I can No, it what, so what do you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. The show. We'll I, figure couldn't, it out. I couldn't even uh, <laughs> tell you the brand. It was some, you know, $20 Barbon Fleet special. Oh, okay, but you don't have it near. It'll be, I'll, I'll be interested in seeing what you're using right now. I'd have to dig it out. Oh, okay. I, um, someone who is this? Uh, okay, I think Hamarsh two said when I hunted, I cleaned my knife before putting it back in my leather sheath. Yep, yep, yep. You can always do that. Yeah, sometimes and and sometimes that's tricky though. Like it's it's just you got to get all the blood off of that before you put it in, or your sheath could get yeah. kind of rancid. It, yeah. It's you know it, yeah. that that's kind of tough depending on how what you have on hand. Like how far did you have to walk to get to that animal? Do you even yeah. have water to clean it? Yeah, there's questions now, like that. I yeah. see you guys offer a limited lifetime warranty. That it's got to be pretty difficult, I would think. You know, trying to have a lifetime warranty on a knife, wouldn't it? You know, to be not really. Um, so folders, the, the the we got to separate that. Folders have a five year warranty, and then our fixed blades have a lifetime warranty. So anything that's you know normal wear and tear, of course, isn't going to be covered. Uh, if if just just over time. 
you're you're eventually you'll have an issue with something that's not necessarily covered but if that knife fails doing something that it should have done we'll cover it the reason that we don't have a problem doing that is because we do everything in-house we do it here in idaho there's the our heat treat has a very specific process that we follow um you know and knives you're gonna know the thing is most of our knives that come back because of a warranty type issue they come back like fast it's not a knife that's 10 years old coming back it's a knife that's like three months old coming back Mm -hmm. because if there's an issue you're gonna find it pretty fast Mm -hmm. and so um so to be honest with you not really we don't have more than a we have less than a one percent fail rate on any knife we have ever made Hmm. very cool okay uh, let me see. Oh, by the way, someone, uh, Brian Quick says, are you giving away a Topps knife of winner's choice? No. Uh, we are giving away something every time we go live in December. Uh, Craig, I don't know if Lola had a chance to tell you about that. So, oh, you know what? I She did ask me that earlier today, but I didn't I didn't answer it. Um, I'm cool with uh, with giving away a knife. That's what? not, that's, we oh, can do that. What? Yep. Oh, oh boy. No, that's too good for these guys. No. Hank just asked I mean, what happens. No. <laughs> okay. You know, no, cool. We will do that. We will do that. So before so we're gonna do that before we end. Have you guys so here's the thing I'm gonna ask everyone to do. Uh here, let me see. I'm gonna throw my phone on the screen here so you guys could do this. So if we're gonna give some something away from Tops Knives, we are going to uh we're gonna go to Tops Knives. Okay, so on in, you guys are on Instagram, so go search Instagram, Tops Knives. I think, uh, did you guys post this picture today of the, uh, uh, what is this knife right here? I'm not sure what it is. It looks like, uh, it says hand drill, uh, friction, fire practice, Yucca Talk spindle. There's a, there's a thing on there. I, I don't know if you've got a particular thing on the Instagram, but everyone go over to the Instagram and follow these guys and we'll figure out which one of these posts, uh, we want to, we want to get people to, to go in here and comment on. Um, uh, by the way, if, if Elfsters or Walter goes over to the, uh, Instagram, let me know if there's a particular knife on there you guys really like. I think I like this big, what is this? Oh, the A club. I like the A club. Yeah, this looks real sexy. Right? That fieldcraft, that fieldcraft three point five. I think that's the ticket right there. Oh. Man, I tell oh, you, this A club looks vicious. So I want to see a vicious thing. one. Look at their yeah. California Cobra. Man, that thing oh, yeah. is wild. Wait, hold on, California yeah. Cobra. What is that? The I mean, what would you even? I mean, that is just a straight up tactical knife, I guess, right? Definitely, definitely. It was designed so Leo designed that with the the help of a of a police officer who was who was from California um, mm. the idea behind that it's it we can so if you're in, in law enforcement it'd be your weekend weapon it'd be the kind of weapon you go for when you can't get to your gun so say yeah. you're in an altercation either they're trying to grab your gun or you're just it's just not available the idea is you would pull that that knife with your weak hand the the handle the way that's designed anybody trying to take that knife from you the only thing they're going to be able to grab is blade because the handle fits completely inside of your fist which one so is the california not, cobra i'm trying to find that what is it's it got like? like three points of contact it's got the rear yes. blade the front blade then it's got like a talon on it almost right yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a, a point on it 
Kind of. I mean, it kind of looks like a window breaker. That is not what that's for. It's, Can you make uh, this out? Yeah, if you, on the website, if you type in Calco, C-A-L-C-O. Oh, okay. I got a yeah. picture up here. You could probably make it out. Okay. And yeah. that's on and the so, Instagram? That's not on the Instagram, though. Oh, um, it's probably down there a ways. It's way down. Okay. <laughs> it's, got a, it's there. It's there somewhere. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah, we got all sorts of crazy stuff. That A-Club is is uh, was actually the first knife we released that was designed by a female. Oh, okay. Cool. And it's huge. It's huge. It's a, It's like 17 inches overall length. Yeah. Um, is that the one I was just talking about? Yes, the A Club. The I think A-Club, this. Yeah. I think that's the 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 uh, thing we need to go in. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of people. People love your knives, by the way. So let's they let's do. pick which they one do. of these things did you guys post up that you want me to get people to go in and comment on? You you uh, pick. Let's see. Uh, that, the A Club. Well, the A Club works. Fine. I'm cool with that. That works. Okay. So if you guys go in there and put in hashtag. Um, WMMF podcast right now for everyone who has I know not everyone has Instagram uh, and then say something you know like I'm going to say thanks for coming on the show um, to Craig and so go in there and then Craig's going to go in and pick one of those people and that's who's going to get do you know what knife you're going to give away Craig um you know what? I think I'm going to give away, uh, I think we'll do a mini Scandi knife. Um, a mini Scandi. Uh, Hold on. Let me see. Let me yes. pull it. Let me look this up. Yeah. So on the website, just type MSK. So for mini Scandi MS- knife. MSK. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see. And there's, there's a, there's five MSK. different versions. They're all the same thing. They're just different color combinations and whatnot. This is a, it's a oh, two and a half inch blade. Okay. Yeah, two and a half inch blade. This, this, I have two of them. Mm-hmm. Most of our employees have one. We made a folder based off of this knife. It, we made a larger version later on. This knife is just, this is like for your just regular everyday kind of stuff. This knife is perfect. You can ninety percent of what you need to cut. This knife is. This yeah. knife does that job. Looks like it comes with a Kydex. Which yes, one of these ones a, are you talking about? Um. I'll let the winner pick. Once we once we get a hold of them, they can pick which one of those. They okay, because yeah. there's two different cool versions here. Okay. Yep. Very nice. Okay, so there you go. So anyone who's interested in that, that can go to uh, Instagram. Go do that now. You've got like 30 minutes before, you know, or like 30-ish, 25 minutes or so before we actually pick that person. And if Lola has something here, I don't know if Lola has something here, we'll give that away to someone here because I know someone in the chat is going to say that they don't have Instagram. So, Lola, if you can hear me, you know, if you find something cool, we'll give that away to someone here. Which, um... Which knife are you, post- are you commenting on again? I'm sorry. Oh, the 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 it was the, the second a- newest picture. Yeah, the A Club. It's okay. What, yeah, Walter, that's, Walter, are you trying to win what, this knife, huh? No, I mean that's I call the <laughs> Kukri Tanto. Oh, <laughs> there you go. It's a so lot here, like that. Here's a good question for you: How do you recommend sharpening your knives? Okay, so that is a great question, and it's it's very difficult to answer because it depends very much on the person um for i'll answer for like the majority of our knives we use a steel that's called the the greatest 1095 that's a high carbon steel non-stainless it's a real simple steel but uh the way we heat treat it is what we're is one of the things that we're known for the most we do a differential heat treat 
So for anybody that knows anything about heat treat, you want to get the steel to a certain hardness where it'll stay sharp and hold an edge. You don't want it to go too hard. Otherwise, it's brittle and it'll snap like ceramic. is very brittle. That's why it's in the pot. I don't want it to be too soft or your edge will roll. Yeah, you're breaking so up there a little bit, Craig. Sorry. Our, our heat treat process gives you an edge that's hard, so it'll stay sharp and hold an edge, and a spine that's soft, so that if your knife has an issue. No, go ahead. I, go uh, ahead. You're, you're back. Am I? Oh, yeah, shoot. you're back. I'm back? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you can't, I, I'm hopefully getting getting a part about the differential heat treat across. Um, mm-hmm. So. Hard, hard edge, soft spine. What that creates is a knife that, if it's going to fail, it'll actually bend instead of snapping. Um, but we're known, we're known for that. That's what we're really good at. The cool thing about 1095 is it's really easy to resharpen. So if you're used to gas station knives or stainless steel knives or or, or just you know your standard knives out there, this is going to sharpen in half the time. So typically, what we recommend to people is use what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with a, a whetstone, do that. If you're comfortable with uh, there's you know there's powered uh, there's pa- there's these powered sharpeners out there now that that basically it's like a small belt grinder. If you're comfortable with that, that that's fine. Use it. Just be aware that 1095 sharpens fast, so you don't need you don't need to spend as long. You don't need as many strokes to. to that's that. It goes back to the reason the company was created is you got these military guys say you're out in the middle of nowhere and all you have is a rock with 1095 you can at least get a working edge back on a knife hmm. with a with a stone i've actually seen a guy in the in the jungle in south in uh in colombia south america so i watched this guy sharpen a machete with wet sand on a log and I mean, it wasn't cutting paper. It wasn't shaving yeah. arm hairs, but it was sharp enough to go out and do the job he needed it to do. Hmm. So, okay. um, I yeah. know it's kind of a non-answer, but do do what you're comfortable with. We we use uh, we use a 25 degree angle on our knives. So, if you got your your edge here, cut it in half. This angle is 25 degrees, and this angle is 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, Walt. You're gonna say something. The knife sharpening question is just like people would ask, well, what is your break-in procedure mm-hmm. for a barrel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like uh, I shoot the gun. Yeah. <laughs> some people shoot and clean. Some people shoot five times and clean. Some people shoot ten times and clean. It's like, I, I don't have one for you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian Quick is saying you can sharpen a knife on a car window or ceramic mug. That's interesting. Um, that's, that is uh, that can be true um it's it's kind of tough to do it's it's not ideal but yes you can do it i've 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 seen it done i've actually i've actually done it just to see if it's true Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it does work and the reason for that is it comes back to the hardness of materials so the Mm -hmm. reason stones work the reason ceramic works is because it's actually harder than steel um so like a car window if you roll down your driver's side window it's that it's that part that's that's like rough that's kind of gritty on the top of the glass, not the smooth part. Like that, a sanded the sanded edge. Yeah. Exactly. So glass is glass is like ceramic. It's it's very hard. It's but that's also what makes it brittle so that it can shatter when it when it fails. 
Okay. So, yes, that can be done. Okay. So now I know there's some people asking, you know, saying they don't have Instagram and stuff like that. So here's what I'm going to do. Check this out. This is a Stingray card wallet. It's not the one I use. I actually have my Stingray card wallet on me right here, well used, from Andrew's Custom Leather. So this is genuine Stingray from Andrew's Custom Leather. See the, the mark right there? I'll give this to someone right here in the chat to make up for the fact that you don't get the tops knives. So I'll give it to someone here in the chat Man. to, to make up for that, you know. So there you go. So that's the people in the chat handled. And whoever can go over to Instagram, please do go over there and comment on the, what was it, the A-bar? No, the A. The A-club. The A-club. Uh, comment on the A-club uh, posting, which is the second to last one that's on Tops Knives. Make sure you follow them and stuff like that. The reason why we're doing that, obviously Tops Knives is nice enough to come here on the show and then give away something. You know, we, we got we got to show that we got some interaction of people going over there and stuff like that. So that's why we're doing it that way. Hopefully, uh, Craig will actually come back on here again. <laughs> <laughs> sometime in the future it's been fun I'm, I'm enjoying myself so yeah. Craig what's so. your what's your everyday carry the, what do you use your everyday oh, carry man. knife well the cool thing about where I work is that it changes um, <laughs> the one, actually the one I'm carrying now is uh, is one that I designed oh cool so, okay so you are designing cool. stuff over there I've got there's well I, the thing is I wouldn't call myself a knife designer I've got I have the first one I had a ton of help with the, and then the second one I also had help with. So it's not like I'm out here. I'm not that guy. I'm not super artistic. That, that's not me. Yeah. But, uh, but I, 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 for some reason, the last couple of years, I've just really liked. Um, your audio is going out a little bit. Did you did you take off your uh, microphone? Is that what's going on there? Yeah, okay, because your audio went out a little bit. Uh, it's kind of quiet. Can you guys hear him good? Yeah, kind of. It's kind of weak little bit weak. yeah let me try let me try yeah there you go there, that's, that's good. better yeah that's way better yeah yeah okay go ahead all right so um so I've, I've kind of been on this kick with japanese tools they uh they they have a lot of tools that people don't know about like everybody knows the katana but there's also a tool called the kiradashi that's uh that was for them like uh it was like a like a craft knife almost they used it for things that they needed to, to have very precise cuts um, there tool, there's a tool called a Nata, N-A-T-A, Nata. And that was basically like an old gardening tool. It was like a pruning tool. It looked, it, it was just a rectangular blade, real simple designs that just work. So anyway, the design for this kind of came from that Kiridashi style. They're always, a, it's always a straight blade. Um, the Japanese ones are usually chisel ground. So it's, it's, and they're usually made for right-handed people. So when I first made one, I made it for me. Um, but for, for your right-handed person, if I'm holding this in my right hand, the side that's, that's like on my inside, that's going to be the flat side and the other side is going to have the grind. Um, we didn't, we made this with a standard grind on both sides just because chisel grind makes it yeah. work for Can only one. we get one, a closer one. look at that? Just hold that up. I got yeah. you full screen here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Definitely. It looks like a duck bill kind of, almost like a mix of a karambit, I guess, and yeah, like and that, kind of that like was the shape. other yeah. that was the other design feature there is I, I I've I've been on this like I said, I've been on this kick with Japanese tools as well as ringed knives. And so I just kinda combined the two 
I'd had, I hadn't seen anything quite like it. So yeah, that's where that's this one cool. came from. That's cool. And that's your own design. It's my own design. Yep. Okay. Very that's cool. A, that, that's not a sushi maker, is it? <laughs> no, no. Too short. Definitely definitely too short for that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting making the sushi. By the way, um, Elfsters, can you see the chat? Yes. Can you see the chat? Okay, so we'll let Elfsters decide who this uh, Stingray wallet goes to, and then Craig's going to decide on the Instagram side for anyone that could go there and, you know. Um, that's right. how we'll, that's gonna, how we'll do that. But you don't have to do it. Right. No, we'll give we'll give it a couple of minutes here. I, I, I want Craig to show his knives, and then we gotta let Walter show some knives too, because I know Walter's got some cool knives he wants to show off here. He's been showing them off, but we gotta let him, you know, get a chance to ex expound a little bit on on some of the collection. Okay. So what else? Uh, do you have some other knives right now, Craig, or should we go to Walter here? I did. I did grab some other knives. Uh, okay. Walter's collection looks pretty cool. It looks like he's got a lot of vintage stuff. Yeah. So that, that's always fun to see. Yeah. Let's um, see something. But I did bring Go ahead. Some. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's see what you got. So, uh, this is one that's that's new this year. This is called the Rapid Strike. So Strike. basically, this this was designed kind of with a combatives type mindset. We were looking for that slim. Uh, fast knife, not so much like a big heavy combat knife. Oh. So, this one, what's cool about it is it's it's, uh, and I don't know if you can see that or not, but you see kind of all these all these lines in here. Yeah, like so a bridge. So they're they're indentations, and basically what that that goes all the way around the handle on both sides, but it doesn't it doesn't stick out from the handle. So when you grab this, you get just a little bit of extra grip from that without it feeling rough on your hands. Hmm. Um, so that was one of the, one of the, one of the cool design features on this one is that the, it's the first knife we kind of played around with that on where it goes all the way around the handle. And it has a um, glass breaker on it. It looks like, right? It's uh, it, it's so the glass, as far as breaking glass, it probably won't do it just because it's still, it's, it's steel. It's not, it's not quite as hard as the glass. So, I mean, you might be able to just cause it's pointy, but it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. It was more okay. designed as a, like an impact, uh, okay. as an impact tool. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's default single edged, but the top edge can be sharpened. Um, this one is a stainless blade, eighth of an inch thick. It's uh, just slicey, super slicey, very very sharp knife. Um, but it's as 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 mean as this looks. In person, it actually looks kind of like a steak knife. So, you know, if you pulled this out in a restaurant, I don't think too many people would freak out. Um, you know, so that okay. was uh, that's that's one that we're digging. It's got a Kydex sheath that yeah, comes cool. with it. Yeah, yeah, I like um, that. So, completely changing gears, and that one actually was made by uh, or designed by Leo, uh, the, the guy that run running the show here. This one. To back up oh, for yeah, yeah this is uh, gonna be a big blade. <laughs> this one is called uh, is called El Chete. This is uh, <laughs> this is something that uh, again Leo designed. So completely different styles, you know, completely different uses, completely different sizes of knife. Um, this bad boy is a quarter inch thick, just a big chop wood chopping tool. That is all that he had in mind. Holy, was, I want this to cut wood. Well, don't you have so, one that's called the El Chapo? 
We do, which it's a, it's like a butcher's knife. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> like this looks like a butcher's knife right here, too, man. You could A little bit, yeah. A little, it's got that feel to it a little bit. It's just, it's not quite as wide, and it's mm -hmm. way longer than you would expect. Wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this one, like I say, was just made to... Yeah. Just made for wood. Just that's not destroying a knife. This wood. is a knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing. This thing will do that job. It's freaking. It's. It's. Mm, and nice. and for as large as it is, it's one of our. You know, it's one of our most expensive pieces. But it's actually been one of our top sellers since it was released. What, how much you guys? What do you guys sell that for retail? Uh, full retail on this one's three hundred dollars. Okay. Um, okay. Wow. Made in the U.S. Quarter inch thick. Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. made steel. U.S. made handle materials. Mm -hmm. The handles. And actually, this is that this is something that I, I like to talk about a lot is our handles. Every that's what does it for people when they come to our booth at shows, shot show, NRA, whatever it is. When they pick them up, I just you can see this light go off in their head, and they're like, "Oh, that's yeah. what a knife is supposed to feel like," you know. And they, they're grabbing it, and they're just like, "Oh man, this everything about this is right." And that's that's like the coolest feeling. Because mm -hmm. now my job is half done. I barely even have to sell to people when that happens. They just pick yeah. up the knife and I'm like, what okay. do you think? And that it's done. You know? Yeah, that's usually why um, you guys let people get so handsy is compared to like absolutely. some other knife guys don't let anyone. Mm -hmm. You have to ask for each thing. But I have noticed you guys let people get their hands on it. You know, which yeah, is all, that's, you know, that's, that's it's funny about that, Craig. You know, it's almost like, you know, if you were able to grab guns and stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, I don't want to. I don't want to start that. I don't want to start that all over again. Way to go, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have another one? Yes. Um, so you asked me to grab a kukri. Yes, because uh, so Walter. I know Walter's got some kukri. So let's see yours, and then we'll so get Walter is, to show us his. No, ours well, is a I little bit take on a kukri than uh, than what you would expect from like a traditional Nepalese kukri. Those a lot of people don't realize are thick, heavy pieces. Mm -hmm. They're they're usually I mean there there's some that are clear up to like half an inch thick. Mm -hmm. Then they take a whole lot of the meat out when they grind them down, and they usually do some kind of a fuller or something yes. just so that it's not so large and heavy. Yeah, see that's that's a little yeah. more on the traditional style. Yeah. Um, so here's Walter showing his off here. By the way, I have this knife that you're showing. I just didn't. I don't have it with me. What are those yeah. called again? This, this is, one's called the the Bushcrafters Kukri. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find. Okay, here's a picture. I'm gonna throw this up for people. I'll just show my phone real quick. There it goes. It's you know. Um, that's a Ty picture Ty Lola took right there. So. Tyman mm -hmm. was asking about taking a knife for taking his stitches out. I think this one will work. You'll probably get a job. <laughs> taking his stitches out. <laughs> yeah, he got he got shoulder surgery. You know. Oh right, right, right. Okay. So yeah, give us a good look at this here. Give us a good look at this. Okay. Very nice. I like the coating. Yeah, what people, so for kukris, the, the main thing that makes that kukri is that kink here, down. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it makes it so that, especially if you're if using this to chop wood or vegetation of any kind or limbs, as was the case with these, these knives back in the day, you, you impact what you're aiming at before you have to kink your wrist. Mm -hmm. So your wrist can end up being... <laughs> Solid, and you can get a little bit more force out of that. You can get a little more strength out of that. Um, so that's why kukris have been gaining in popularity with like survivalists and outdoors people because that you can you can do mm -hmm. almost more work with something like this than you could with with say a small hatchet. But you can also 
there are things you couldn't do with a hatchet. Yeah, Walter, you've sh you've seen. I've got something like this. I've shown I've shown it on the show. Unfortunately, today I, I did not. I feel really terrible. Good, but I didn't bring it in. But yeah, this is cool. Okay, Walter's got uh, Walter's got his. And by the way, Dude Abide says top scythe would be cool. A scythe. Yes. Oh, okay. Make, yeah. 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 Make a scythe. Uh, Eventually, we'll make some like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Walter, what's the what's this one you have, Walt? Where'd you get that from? This is this one's made in India. This is not a. I have a real um, Nepalese one that was used by the Gurkha. Mm -hmm. um, that was brought back from Nepal. Mm -hmm. um, which it's a little bit smaller than this one, but they do make large ones like this, and then they make smaller ones. Also, it just depends on what it's being used for. But mm -hmm. um, is, it, is it pretty thick? Um, this one here runs. This one's not quite quarter inch in the back real bit here probably more in the order of three sixteenths mm -hmm. okay um what about that traditional one you have um it's it's not crazy thick either it's but it's only about um about probably about that it's smaller yeah. in size a little where's the traditional size. one walt it's yeah. someplace. Oh, geez, you gonna make me dig it out? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we have time for you to dig it out, Walt. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we do. You know, we have Craig here. Uh, all right, if you're gonna show a, it off. This might be the time. Give Give me a, just a couple seconds. I think yeah. I know where it's at. So. If you're gonna show off, this would be oh, the time to show it off. We can. I, think I know. Where, I think it's yeah. closer than I think. Oh. But I might have to move something that's okay. to get to it. Uh oh. Okay, just don't make a terrible amount of noise. We'll go pick. We'll go pick go. some winners while while you're doing that. So you I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go stealth mode. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Thank you, Walter. We appreciate that. No, we can't hear anything that you're saying. Just behave yourself over there. Okay. So let's do this. Uh, uh, Todd, we'll let you pick someone that gets. The, this is really nice, by the way. This. Uh, yeah. This this stingray. I, I gotta, I gotta beautiful. mention. There's a couple people out there saying I'm pretty handsome right now. So yes, the, yes. Uh, the, these folks do know. They do know the uh, fine art. <laughs> they, they tried that with me and it didn't work. Okay? There is a couple people saying it. They're like, "You're looking pretty handsome today." Yeah. yeah see, they don't, they, they don't say it unless they want something. Like, yeah. yeah. What do you say? Todd's a handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. So listen, flattery is good. So I, I don't yeah. think. All right. You know, so I'm gonna pick something it. then. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm only picking this because it's a crazy name, but it's Kermit loves bacon. Oh. Okay. Cool. There you go. Kermit loves bacon. Have you won anything? Let's make sure whether or not you've won anything so far. So I don't know if Kermit loves bacon has won anything. If you haven't, you have, you just won this. If you did, then you know we got to give it to we got to give it to someone that didn't win anything, because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to spread the love out here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what the we want to do. Love. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I can't remember whether or not Kermit loves bacon has won anything or not. We'll let him. We'll, we let folks self police over here. <laughs> I so, think they would say it now if he did win something. <laughs> no, there's a lot. There's a lot of cool names. There's a lot of cool yeah. names. So I think Walter's still looking. Craig, do you want to? Do you want to go to the uh, Instagram and see? Did you get some? Uh... Yeah, let me um, let me refresh it. Make sure we got all the newest comments on there. Yeah. Make sure don't miss anybody. Yeah. By the way, I'll just throw this up while while he's looking there. Lola has uh, some some cool pictures that she shared of Top's knives. Um, is this the Karambit? Let me see. I'm trying to remember the name of this. The Quickie. So this is the Quickie. 
which we also have. It's like a little dinosaur claw right there. Um, yeah, there's the uh, there's the mill spy that I've got right there. Um, there you go. There's the, there's the uh, kookery right there, the uh, bushcraft. So um, there you go. And, okay, we're, oh, Walter's back with his knife. Uh-oh, hold on, Walt. Let me go full screen with you here. Boom. That looks good. Can you see the markings? It says something equals 40. It's got some kind of, yeah, something. Okay, so what that says is that's a RPA, and it's got like a, a, a 2 Roman numeral and 10 of 41. Oh. So this is 1941. Oh. So... This one is about uh, probably about five sixteenths thick in the back right here. Yep. Um, it's got the notch like they're supposed to have, which is some kind of, I forget exactly what that's for, um, what it symbolizes. Mm. Um, and but you know if you, th if you look at that grip, it's you know the the Nepalese the Gurkha type folks are not big fellas. They're not like us. They're more smaller people. Mm -hmm. Pretty bad. So the grip is relatively small i mean i got the big club hand so mm -hmm. you know, but yeah this is, but that that flare at the end it keeps it in your hand when you're when you're swinging it right. keeps it wanting to slide out oh so that's okay so it just goes up there and then grabs i guess yeah yeah it just it's just it's just a little bit all oh, like a counterbalance almost is as, as you swing that helps it from from wanting to leave your hand yeah because uh, I, I mean if your hands get really bloody your hands are going to be moving um, oh, the only, with yep. the wood hand. The yeah. only thing getting bloody with uh, a Gurkha using a one of these is the opponent. That's the only <laughs> thing getting bloody. Yeah. Because um, those okay. guys are known for for going at it with the with the knife versus the gun. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um, Elfsters. I think that um, I think that Kermit loves bacon. Won something. So. Okay. Uh, so he's he, gonna go with the 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 pants. The pants. The pants. Okay, the pants, did you win anything? Let us know. In the meanwhile, we will go over... Oh, what's this knife, Walter? Well, this is the um, uh, woods... It's Commercially, it's called the Woodsman's... Uh, the Woodsman, I think it's called? Is it the... But this is actually a military one, which is a survival knife, and it's dated 66. So, it's this guy. Who? That's got a nice hook on it. Yeah, so that's kind of like a cutting gutting hook like cutting yeah. maybe cutting yourself out of a seat belt uh, i think that's for ripping someone towards you <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like Come an aircraft here yeah it's like an aircraft survival type yeah. blade too so yeah um but yes it says what's it say on it here yeah uh survival axe type four and then it's got a mil spec number so um but yeah uh -huh. Yeah. This is uh, the Woodsman's Pal, I think, or the Woodsman something or the sold commercial. They okay. still make them and sell them, yeah. Yeah. So let's do this just so that um, I'll let, like, Lola sort this out of who won something before, Todd. So if, okay. if you haven't won anything before here in the chat, let Lola know right now, and we'll sort it out. We'll give that away to someone. So before we end, because we're already at 9 o'clock, let's let Craig go in, if you had a chance, Craig, to look at, yeah. um, at Instagram's. So, so how do I do this? Do I pick a comment that I like, or do we, like... Yeah, pick one of the ones that says, like, someone who's, you know, who uh, used... Yeah, who used the hashtag, someone that came from over here. I see there's a bunch of people in there. 
The pants said he did not win anything, so he's okay. Good. So yeah, the pants is good to go. You got you get this pants. Get in touch with Lola. So let's see. Um, Man. Yeah. So if right. you see a funny comment that you like that sticks out to you, or if someone says you're unusually handsome, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can be bought. Yeah. <laughs> that only Damn it. Walter. Wait, Walter, did you I, call? I, did I you say I tell Craig? I'm the usually, usually handsome guy here. <laughs> <laughs> see, look. Oh, you know, you're all you're all <laughs> handsome in your own way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear it. Uh, same old story all the time. Guy. Yeah, listen, Walter. Whenever you're bringing me machine guns, you know you're sexy. And and cans of ammo, yeah. Bro. Yes, you know that's sexy, Walter. Come on, there's no debating that. <laughs> so let's, let's go with uh, let's go with Brian underscore Quick, just because he used the word balderdash. Balderdash. Oh. There you go, Brian Quick. As wow. in YouTube's new policy on guns in live streams is balderdash. Awesome. So there you go. So Brian Quick, you're the winner there. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. I think Brian is. Uh, is in the i don't know he should be in the chat here so let us know you'd have to get in touch with lola um there you go um so th thanks a lot for that yeah to, go ahead you want me to message that person and, and set that up we'll just ship it straight to them or how do you want to do that? yeah we'll do that we'll uh we'll we'll try to get their info over to you or get them to i don't know if there's a way that you can give away right here that people can get in touch with you you might not want to do that oh lola says she has it so she'll get that to you Perfect. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just tell them to pick any one of the mini Scandi knives, not the, not the mini Scandi folder, but it's, it's got to say mini Scandi knife or yeah. MSK. There's, yeah. there's whichever yeah. one. And if that it. address looks like the address to my house, don't worry about it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I call first dibs on that address. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Craig's going to be like, what, you bastard? <laughs> well, congratulations there, the pants. <laughs> I'm sure he'll think about it if he doesn't get it. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll make sure he gets it. We, we won't do that. We won't do that. So he looks like he, yeah, he's here. He says, thank you very much. And I, I want to thank you for doing that. Um, Walter, do you have any other knives you want to throw up here? Any other? Oh, well, um, before we, let's we see got, here. I'll give for you the, a few minutes to throw up your knives. For those mm -hmm. who like to trench, I believe this is a, Ooh, uh, oh. a World War One style trench knife oh, made by Case. One of oh. them that I have here. Let's see what else we got here real quick. Uh, oh, Seriously, Walter? Here. You got Everybody, more knives than guns over there. Everybody's seen these, the reproductions, but how many people have seen a real one? Oh, no, that looks good. Um, and with this leather sheath, which I've never seen in person, but yeah. What year um, is that? What year is that from? Uh, these were all marked 1918. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, this was one of those trench knives they used during World War One. So, oh. um, not a, not a reproduction. Um, no, that's very sick. That's from a, that's from a collection that you're liquidating or something, right? Yeah, I'm okay. selling this stuff off for somebody else. This is a, this is a British, uh, commando knife. It's a real oh, one. That. With its very nice sheath, and it is not used. It is very, very sharp on the end. So, yeah. What was um, that you were asking, Craig? That, that's a that's a V forty two. I think is what those are called. Uh, there's a lot of there's a. From what I understand, there's a lot of variations of this. This one here was made oh, wait, by that's uh, Fairbairn Sykes knife, right? Like, yeah, this one's made by H D Long and Company in Sheffield, England. So. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, this one I take it. 
I like these kind of knives. I might put this one in my collection. Yeah, so. that might go into your thing. <laughs> yeah, this one. This one's like unused, so it doesn't have yeah. any uh, any yeah. damage on it. Yeah. And Elster, what kind of knife were you throwing up there just now? What is that? What do you have? This would be the clean cut <laughs> scissors. I think I got these from. Oh, now, now that you, <laughs> with an injectable handle, very, very. This yeah, is I'm the extent of my so, knives on my yeah, reloading kind of, bench. So, yes, okay, I like how you're throwing it over the arm there. Very, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's just ridiculous, man. Bogger <laughs> dash. Yeah. You have a quick question. What if someone wants something straight up custom? Can they get a hold of you? Uh, so that's tough for us just because we're set up to make we're set up to make hundreds at a time, not one at a time. So we don't typically do custom. There's some customizations that we'll do. So uh, you know, a lot of custom knives they'll have file work on the spine or things like that if people get a hold of us by by phone we'll do that every now and then it's definitely not cheap um but in terms of them saying i have this design will you make it like this out of this we don't currently do that because we're set up for volume not not one at a time mm -hmm. oh, okay walter's still sh showing up knives here. this is actually a french version of that american um oh, french knife so um, yeah. Oh, Lyon. Oh, Lyon. I don't know how you say it, but Le, uh, in French. A U L I N, like lion. L all you Lyon. I don't know how to say it. But, anyways, yeah, it's another one. You said like this in the office. Lyon. James Miller said Van White doesn't have anything on me. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have you picked James Miller. Okay, cool. So, listen, we got to wrap up here. We got to let everyone go because we're well over the nine o'clock hour. You know, so first of all, I want to thank Craig Powell for Tops Knives for coming in, hanging out with us, <laughs> enduring our uh, our conversation here. Actually, you know, you you uh, you had some uh, pretty good points to make towards that. So thanks a lot for coming, man. Uh, make sure everyone out there checks out Tops Knives. You know, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you on again. We'll come see you at Shot Show. You know, we'll we'll get some stuff. I guess we're gonna be able to go. We're gonna be able to go live from your from your booth, though, Craig. So. You should. Just yeah. Walter Walter gets no live when we when we, all we'll do is just we'll do the slow creepy creep past Walter's booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely stop by your uh, booth though when I come out for Shot Show. I'll actually do yeah. some videos there. I'll what's your, what's your booth number at Shot Show? Do you guys do you know? Yep. Yep. We're in booth two zero four zero one. It's on the it's on the second floor in that uh, that law enforcement and tactical ballroom. Oh, you're around. The, yeah. You're not far from That's Walter. That's the ballroom then. too. Yeah, we're across we're uh, two two zero. Like boy firearms and uh, yeah, frogs right next to us. You know that kind of where we're we're in the core, kind of in one of the corners of that ballroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're uh, not far from Walter. Two okay. two zero six one three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so. So well, either Walter and I will come over and visit you, or you can come visit Walter, vice versa. I don't know if you collect patches and stuff like that. Walter always has a patch exchange wall going. Oh, yeah. We walk yeah. past that every day on our way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we'll definitely get that going on. What's the booth number again? 20401. Okay, cool. 
Um, thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks to Elfsters for coming on. Thanks to Walter. Let me do this. Craig, how can the folks out there, if they want, you know, if they want to follow you guys, get in touch with you, if they've got follow-up questions, how can they do that? Uh, so Instagram works great for us. We're Tops Knives on Instagram. Facebook is Tops Knives Official. Um, you know, they can email us info at topsknives.com. Make sure tops is plural and knives is plural. Um, you know, we're, Wars. we'll answer, we'll, we'll answer people anywhere there. Oh, okay. Very cool. Thanks. Walter, what it was this? You're pushing Star- it there, Walt, Walter. V- v- vintage Star Wars blaster. Actually, <laughs> see, there's ba- the battery goes that's, in here. There's no real. It's broken arm. on the end. See, my finger fits in. You know, it's oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> this is not a real gun. This yeah, is a toy. It's, just, it's plastic. plastic. <laughs> Yeah. Plastic. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't kick us. Yeah. So, all right, Walter, how can the people follow you? Pew, 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 pew. Um, you can go <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, Safety Ever Firearms. Um, let's see here. Over on, we're on Gunstreamer, Safety Ever Firearms. Over at Mines under Safety Ever Firearms, all one word. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, YouTube, Safety Ever Firearms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, com. For some uh, spare stent parts and machine gun type stuff if you need that. So, Okay, Anyways, yeah. awesome. Thanks. And Elfsters, Rifles and Reloading, how can the folks keep in touch, follow you, etc.? Obviously, I got my uh, YouTube channels, Elfsters, Rifles and Reloading, and Elfsters Minute Americans. Um, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, you name it. Um, I actually got a, a lot of uh, videos coming out here soon, especially on the, uh, some new FM9s. 9mm PCCs, and I'm, I'm going to start the second part of the PSA 6.5 Grendel series here very soon. I got all of next week off. That's all I'm doing, baby, is making videos and shooting firearms. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, this is my assault weapon, and it's loaded with salt. Still got some salt in it. <laughs> you guys can see that. So, uh, listen, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, I know people still have questions about this whole thing going on. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about that. Uh, I really do want to thank uh, Craig from Tops Knives for coming on, hanging out with us today. It's been great. Hopefully we'll we'll get him back on the show here. Uh, I have no idea who's coming on tomorrow. <laughs> we'll figure that out then. But uh, thanks a lot. Let me drop the end. Hold on a second. I gotta drop the I gotta drop the closing thing here on the people. Boom. Make sure that you guys subscribe, ring the bell. Um, so you can be notified every time we go live. Thanks for joining us. Of course, you can, you know, you can listen to the podcast on audio on uh, on uh, your favorite uh, place to get audio: iTunes, Podbean, whatever, wherever you get it. We're there. Uh, thanks a lot, everyone. Any final words from anyone before I press the button? Pew 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 pew. There you go. <laughs> pew pew. Congratulations on the giveaways. <laughs> yeah, we're out. See you guys. Peace.